Hey, Twisters, welcome back. Episode 33. This week we had Colleen in the house. She's from that good old store down there in North Everett on Broadway, High Society. Run on in and check her out if you're in the area. Get yourself some good weed. This week we were smoking on the Fireline Skunk GMO. Man, this stuff has a unique taste, unique smell. The feeling is awesome. You really need to pick some up. You know we did some sipping too. We had some of that Stone Brewery Waka Vesa. We also sipped on some of that Baker's Bourbon, the Seven Year, and some smoked porter from Alaskan Brewery. Talk about a unique taste on that one. We got into all the laws of Maryland, both the medical side and the legal side. Shout out Mayor Smoke from Baltimore, true OG from the gang. You know we did a round of what are we smoking on. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And welcome to the sesh. What up, Twisters? If you enjoyed the 420 card game we played back on episode 24, here's your chance to get a copy. Go to brotatogames.com. Put in the coupon code TWISTANTALK10. That's lowercase letters, TWISTANTALK, and the number 10. That'll get you 10% off. What up, Twisters? If you like rolling blunts like we do, you got to get on to leafonly.com. It's my favorite source for all your whole leaf tobacco needs. They got all kinds of different Fronto, tons of stuff to check out, and it's way more affordable than any other wrap I can find. Use the promo code TWIST, the letter N, TALK, and that's capital T's on both TWIST and TALK. It's all one word, no spaces. Save you 5%. You can be smoking like we do. Keep it twisted. Hey, Twisters, we got some ad space available. So if you're a part of a company or have a product that you think we would really enjoy, hit us up. Shoot us an email at twist, letter N, talk at gmail.com. Or shoot us a DM on Instagram at Twist and Talk Podcast. That's Twist, the letter N, Talk Podcast. At a critical time, when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape that makes the unreal seem beautiful and the reality of life seem unnecessary. All right. Here we go. 33. Welcome back. 33. 33. Yeah, dude. I feel like you can see that on a jersey, but I don't know shit about right. sports. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I bet there's somebody dope with a 33. <laughs> like, I wanted to go, you win. Or, you well, know. it's uh, Larry Bird, 33. You uh, said sports, what's right? Gelato? Uh, what's the gelato? Gelato, gelato 33? 33? Bird. Yeah. That is it. Bird. Yeah, it's yeah. Larry Bird. Oh, man. We yeah, I fuck, with the, I fuck with the Converse weapons heavy. Yeah. That we should have smoked shoe. gelato on this one then. I guess so, but Man. you know, we're, instead we decided to do uh, what, what, what we do? Skunk GMO. Yeah. Fireline. Mm-hmm. That's skunk va. It is. I man, I love this dab so much. It tastes so good and smells so crazy and oh, it's just I love it. You love I haven't it? Tried it? I do. I'm glad. You I haven't tried, tried to it. try the dabs yet? No. Or the weed? I dab like four times a week. Oh man! Well, this should have been one of your. And those three four. of those times is during Twist and Talk. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just coming here yeah. and get rowdy at home. I mean, I do dab yeah. lately because I don't dab and I have a lot of dabs. I'm just like putting oil in my blunts. Oh, I've been oh, doing okay. that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. hello. I'm just, like, I'm like smoking diamonds in my blunts. Mm-hmm. Diamonds are the best too in there. Yeah, dude. Like, I don't think anybody realizes that how good they getting, are. Like, like some some good rosin hash. All right. <laughs> so, also on this episode, we almost started talking and not even doing fucking potheads around here. God damn it. <laughs> We got Colleen in the house. Hello. Welcome, Colleen. All right. Yes. Special guest, special guest. I don't know I don't know Colleen. Where do you work? I work at High Society in Everett. High Society in Everett. Awesome. And what do you do you, there? Uh, yeah. I'm the manager there. Awesome. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. So, awesome. How long have you been the manager of High Society? Just curious. I just started there in August. Okay. 
Well, but I've awesome. been doing it a long time. Yeah. Where, where about? So I was at Danks before I was at High Society. And before that, I was at Greenworks. That's the, the Wonder Emporium? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The one in Edmonds was the one. Such a crazy name. It's, yeah. It really Banks, is. Wonder Emporium. I remember I've seen all the that. commercials on YouTube. Oh, my God. They're so annoying. But but <laughs> <laughs> they're all over the place. You they can't are. help but not know them. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Don't they? I got to ask. Didn't that, like, what's the deal with their returns? Oh my God, they, they will take anything back. And if even if you've smoked it, if you don't like it, yeah. bring back what you haven't smoked and we'll take it back. Yeah, we're just fucking bananas. It's, I don't it's just crazy. Well, I mean, it's like legal. I get like, it's, well, it's legal in most retail environments, but. Um, <laughs> That's a big, <laughs> with a capital M, so like, dog. Yeah, I know, like, dude. It's like, aside from weed and maybe like weapons, I guess, well, specifically. you have an open container on the premise. Right. True. Right. So how do you have a package you've tried and don't like that's sealed still you got to go to our returns building up front right yeah the, the return bin like the fucking blockbuster you're like no <laughs> slide that in the slot right yeah it wreaks havoc on the other stores that are in that area because when i worked in linwood and people would come in well the store up the street does returns and it's like yeah we have no clue how that happens we don't yeah. know how they're doing it yeah. we don't know how it's legal right. nothing we just know we can do it well, go to I walmart i can't even give you any insight i would, it was just one of those things that they did wow yeah. not trying yeah. to put them on blast but that's pretty dope i mean I hope yeah, that I, that is something that can happen more. It's it's right. the, it's probably hey, the proper mindset. You, I got to tell you though that it was it was really dependent on who it was that we were getting the stuff from on if they agreed to do that. Like there were oh, companies okay. that we wouldn't okay. carry their flour, but we might carry their joints. Um, just because we carry their joints, most people don't return those. But a lot of companies wouldn't do it with their flour, or just because they didn't want to deal with all the return. This it's such a gray area. Mm, yeah, interesting. Crazy. So it looks like they actually have a uh, a thirty day return policy. Mm -hmm. So it's within thirty days of purchase. That's pretty mm. normal for most retail environments too. So it's like it's pretty like cut and dry like that. I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm not really mad about it, but I think that it's it's a really weird thing to do in today. It's bananas with weed yeah. it's with a weed. really weird yeah. thing to do yeah, I'm not like, mad it's like returns weed. it's like it's like it's right. like only it's like accepting anything back for all your makeup products and it's like yeah we'll we'll just do something with it i guess i don't know it's like you can't put it on the shelf can't you like i mean no you can't yeah. so they smoked the shit or they ate like an edible and decided it gave them diarrhea or something i yeah, don't know it's like a 2020 caveat it's like oh yeah we got legalized weed and you could you can return it if you don't like it. Yeah, it dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the future. It's the, it's the double future now. Right. right. <laughs> we used the old future. It's the double future. Yeah. All Welcome right. to 2019. Yeah, let's get smoking. Yeah, we need to smoke some of this skunk GMO. Oh, man. I've been excited about, about this. Yeah. So, really, I haven't, I haven't uh, fucked with the weed at all. I've only checked out the... I've never smoked the strain, so this right. will be pretty awesome. Okay, cool. So yeah. it's um a skunk, what did I say it was? Skunk Va, which on the internet, the only thing I see is the Chem 91 Skunk Va. Mm. Does that mean it's Chem 91 crossed with GMO? That would make no sense why you'd use the skunk name Skunk. VA. I feel like skunk should just be... 91. Yeah. Why would you just Chem GM? I mean... I don't know, I'll man. Do wow, if that's really what it is, this is such a better strain than I thought. Yeah. So Not it's that just I don't chem like dog skunk. times chem dog times cookies? Uh, well, if it is, I'm so elated. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm so happy. Oh, no, chem, oh it's so... Chem uh, is like my so fave. It's a Wait till you smell 90, this, He said bro. 91 skunk va, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that is chem. Take the not, is, what's, yeah, you smell that? And it's just like... Oh, it's basement all day. What? Yeah, that'll work. It's so good. <laughs> Dude. Work. Not mad. Roll that shit up. Okay. Roll that That's shit up. That's not going to be enough. I know. I'm getting more. <laughs> <laughs> and it has that weird uh, 
how it like fingers out the garlic. Yep, the GMO. So it's super fingery. Yeah. What are they? We um, need to take a picture of this bud specifically. What are they right oh, here. Man. Like bracts or the fuck? It had a yeah. name. Yeah. Is it that looks like it's flicking you off. Yeah, B R A C. Is that what you're saying? No, there's a name for that. I can't remember what the fuck it is though. Hmm. Foxtelling. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, foxtelling is also whenever the bud starts to stretch out too, right? Not just like the elongated structure, but actually like creating more space between the bud, the nugs as well. Isn't that more foxtelling is kind of about? I've always known foxtelling is like when uh, the bud itself kind of stops as far as the main form of it. Mm -hmm. And the new growth is only those like tendril looking fingers that are growing off the tips of the, you know, growth points, I guess. Gotcha. You fuck with that. We'll roll Com- up this piece. Comprise an oddly shaped bud formation. Buds that go. foxtail, not exactly detrimental, but they're not exactly beneficial either. Um, so it's kind of hard. It's still like, I guess it's it, they just start to take on a different shape. Yeah. yeah. It's, like it's, they grow it's the weird. little fingers out of the. I find sometimes what happens, like the times I've had foxtailing, if you have too much uh, growth potential... And not enough area of the plant for the for the bud to grow. So if you have like a really bushy plant mm-hmm. and a reasonable size uh, nutrient, you know, situation where like our, our root root mass, um, it'll be nice round kind of golf ball buds. But anytime I've had like just a couple stems mm-hmm. and a big ass supply of nutrients, like a, you know what I mean? It's like the the plant has so much growth potential, but yeah. nowhere to put it, so it ends up just kind of stacking on itself. That's in my experience. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like that. Uh, in a, yeah, whenever you're looking it up and stuff like that, it's got these like weird long finger, like I would say almost like wheat, like uh, yeah, kind of um, extensions garlic, off of it. Garlic kind of looks like this too sometimes. Like actual garlic grows in weird little stock things like this. Mm. Oh, it smells so good. You can tell it's a like. So just based on when we did the uh, episode with Angelo and we were doing Fireline, the Ghost Mints, Ghost Mints, yeah, they had the new packaging, mm-hmm. and this eighth is the old packaging. So I think this oh. weed is from like June, July, something like that. So, okay. and I can smell a little. I can smell all the good goodness of it, but I can also smell that it's just starting to hit that like six month old, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Not realm. Wrong. That little bit of a. A little bit funky. A little bit sitting around, smell to it, almost getting a little bit hay, but because of the the smell that GMO already has in it, mm-hmm. I could see it evolving into that smell very quickly. Yeah. Because it's so just like basement, old, the wet. GMO is funky. Oh, God, GMO I love is super it. funky. Like, it really does smell like garlic, mushrooms, and onions, kind of weird. Wait till you, like, get, wait till you smell this dab. stew. Wait till you you think this smells like some funk, some bacon. Oh man! Wait till you smell this dab, bro. It's crazy. This is really good smelling. It does have that. It does have that kind of. It does have that that uh that definitely kind of that wet carpet smell to it. I can definitely sense that. Wet carpet, yeah. Run out and buy this shit. Smells like a wet carpet. Smells like a wet carpet. (laughs) Get two of them. One for the family. One for you. (laughs) (laughs) I almost smell like horse shit in it. Yeah, we roll more horseshit in this wet carpet. That's the GMO speaking, though. That's that Cam Dog and Cookies right there. It just smells super pungent. Colleen, what's uh, what's a couple of your favorite smokes? Durban Poison. Absolutely, that is number one. Always will be number one. Speaking my language, that is just amazing. Um, I like a really good Acapulco Gold too. Holy shit! Acapulco Gold. Okay, yeah. Um, actually, Paradise Valley's Acapulco Gold in particular is. 
really, really, really good. Nice. Yeah, I like Paradise Valley a lot. Me too. Yeah, you're no, trying to send him. Monty to the psych ward with all that sativa. <laughs> no way. <laughs> He's like, I'm way too far in my head whenever you give me yeah. right? anything, Durban or poison. Yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Yeah, I drink too much coffee. Like that with the coffee, I would just like oh, have laser eyes. I, I wouldn't even be able to speak because my mind is going fast. You just start making things, you make things, things levitate whenever you start doing things like that. Yeah. Uh, Especially so you. Then, so then you really love the sativas then. Absolutely. Yeah, the sativas are my thing. But I don't like the speedy sativas. Most of the hazes I can't do. It just really? does oh, actually man. exactly what Monty's talking about. It gets me just twisted too much. Really? Which yep. is interesting because mm. I can smoke haze. But like <laughs> train wreck and Durban will get me spinning. And Durban I, is just, for me, clear-headed and bright. Like, it doesn't gotcha. get me speedy. It what just about wants like, me to go. Uh, red-headed stranger? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Any of the red-headed ones actually are... Ones I haven't had in a long time. See, that's redhead mistress actually was, was one uh, I liked from a mm, long time ago. If I was a bud tender, I'd be like, "What do you know about this redhead stranger? We could get you set up with some good weed." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! See, that's a trick too. Knowing like I know how to pick weed out for people that I wouldn't even smoke. I'm like, "This is the weed for you, not for me, not but for, for me. you." Yeah, yeah right. Trip tonight, man. <laughs> right. Man, now I have to agree with the hazes. You know, I think that like, like I've noticed, I've noticed that Blue Dream specifically kind of gives me a really weird vibe. It gets me really fucking high, but it gets me really high and really planted. Yeah. And so, like, I don't really. It's not. It doesn't put me in a good spot for productivity, especially with all those thoughts. So it's too much cerebral. Mm. Way me, too yeah. much. It'll be like if I do super silver haze mm. and a cup of coffee, I have to make sure my t- like I'm ready to do everything. <laughs> I got to make sure like my to-do list is written down. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I would just like run around in circles acting as if I'm doing things and, and not get, get a single done. thing done. Unless it's like, all right, <laughs> here I did that on the list. Now on to the next thing and I will get it all done. Oh yeah. Like I've, I've smoked a, I've, Drank a cup of coffee on an empty stomach. I was driving to the market, actually, to where it was like a 45-minute drive. Drank a cup of coffee on an empty stomach right before I left the house, and I had a joint of Super Silver Haze rolled up. And I'm, you know, get like 15 minutes from the house, spark up the joint. So I'm like a half hour from home, and all of a sudden the sativa, that shit kicked in, the empty stomach, the coffee. I had to get off the freeway <laughs> and literally like just sit for a second, kind of dry heave a little bit even. And then I was like, all right, let me get back on this freeway and get to work <laughs> but yeah I'm like my head was spinning like like just too much like my heart was racing yep. I was sweating it was just like holy shit mm-hmm. it's like when edibles attack oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that sativa vibe, you know what I'm saying? I did a half a syringe of RSO yesterday that felt really good speaking of nice. edibles attacking I felt Jesus. it more this morning than uh, yesterday yeah, that's wild. What do we say? Are we got some sips today? I don't even know what we're drinking. Yeah, yeah, we might got some We got sips. some stuff. I got Monty might got a little something in the bag over here. <laughs> so you guys will be happy. This is a happy accident. I went to QFC last night on the way home and I saw all the bottles there and they always got that diplo just staring me down. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I tell myself no and I do it every time. I was like, let me get the diplo. And like even like the pressure of like mm-hmm. I'm here at the store with just a half hour to spare and I'm never that way. You know, it's like, like <laughs> I just got off work, you know, and yeah. like all the things were lining up. I was like, yeah, let's send it. They had Turns a QFC? Out, yeah, bro, and it's like three bucks cheaper than Total Wine. What? Mm, yeah. Those that don't know, I'm talking about that Diplomatico mm-hmm. Reserva Exclusiva. Oh, yeah. Fucking stupidest just rum. Amazing rum. It's so good. It's cheater though. It's not. It's it's not complicated. Anybody would like it, right? Yeah. But anyways, I tried to buy it. It wouldn't ring up. 
he tried everything. He's like, I can't override. It's too late. There's no price tag on it. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm not leaving now without booze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I already decided. I was like, well, fuck it then. I'm buying this other one. that was like 10 bucks more on some whiskey that I had just tried at work. Um, so I brought that. It's oh, fire. nice. Yeah, it's like a fire-ass bottle of whiskey. So you okay. got me all excited for the Diplo, and now we're switching it up to the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, he, he gave you the he gave you the bait and switch oh, right yeah, there. Oh, what's this okay. here? I don't so know this is uh, Baker's. They're, uh, it's a, I think it's a Jim Beam product, but they do a bunch of different stuff. So like, um, what else is in their line? Uh, uh, e, or no, Basil Hayden's, uh, Knob Creek. Oh, Those yeah. are different small okay. batch bourbons that are still under the Jim Beam uh, line, but this is a really good one. This is the Booker's. They are they have the Booker's. Sorry, this is the Baker's. So Booker's is a step up. Okay. About, uh, okay. That's like a really expensive one. Booker's and Baker's. And this is Baker's. I thought it was kind of funny, right? A bunch that of Baker's is. getting fucking baked. But yeah, it's a age seven years. They it's I don't know if it's a barrel proof, but they do proof it really high. It's 107 proof. Ooh. So 50. Interesting. Three and a half percent. Wow. Um, super tasty. Kind of a goofy looking wine bottle. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it, 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 comes, it, it comes. Yeah, it comes in a wine bottle. Yeah, a yeah. nice wax top wine bottle. But yeah, it's really good. And it was funny because I saw it on the shelf, and it looked similar to the Booker's, which I had tried. And that one has like got a really good reputation and everything. And I was like, you know, talking to the owner, I'm like, "What's up with this Baker's?" He's like, "Eh, try it." And I've never been my favorite. I tried. It. I was like, "This is fucking delicious." What are you talking about? <laughs> and then he tried. It. He's like, "Oh, I don't remember being this good. This is delicious." And then like <laughs> the bar kind of watched us do this, and they ended up each like there was like probably fucking four people that were like, "Yeah, bring it. We got to try this too." Mm-hmm. Y'all made Definitely. it sound fire. Definitely. I also have a couple beers. If you guys want to try one out, I've got the uh, Stones Waka Vesa. It's I don't know how well it's going to pair with this stuff right now, but uh, so, I would love that beer. That stuff is really good. It's so good. I don't even know if what that's how it? you say Wa- it or whatever. So but it, it's Stones Waka Vesa. It's ex. No, no I'll idea. show you. I'll show you the bottle. But yeah. it, it's Let's um, do it. it's inspired from. Uh, it's an imperial stout inspired from uh, Mexican hot chocolate. Do you not drink at all, Colleen? I don't. Okay. I actually got into cannabis for one of the reasons that I have problems with my liver. Gotcha. And so yeah. that's right. like Fair a enough. big deal. So yeah. can't well, do that. Feel Respect yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. But, but sure. I'll smoke twice right. as much there just to go. keep up. Oh no, yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, yeah, no, the walk of ace is great. Also, uh, I also, oh, sorry. Uh, do you smoke tobacco? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Because we, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I cut I that out of I uh, absolutely noticed what that was. tobacco, yeah. That, they're those ones that are about like two feet yeah. long, right? Yeah, right, yes. yeah. I, I like to smoke with those. My my roommate actually buys those when we can afford them. Excellent. <laughs> so these are actually really affordable. Um, we get them on a website called Leaf Only, and oh. they're, a whole le- they're a whole tobacco distributor. So they sell all kinds of different tobacco, whether it's chopped for pipe nice. or whole leaf or wrapper or filler or binder. And a lot of it's for uh, like connoisseur um, cigar rollers that don't want to yeah. roll their own stuff or whatever. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, 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 for people who are rolling their own cigars and really yeah. want to, because as they've explained before, um, cigars basically they come in three different leaf styles. You have your filler, your wrap, and the or binder, binder and yeah. then your wrap. So you have everything that's going to go inside the cigar, like, and those are going to be blends of different types of tobacco that you personally like. Right. And then your binder is what keeps it all is together. What keeps it all together, and then you have the wrap. Leaf, which is the more pretty looking to make it look right. like a nice, pretty cigar. Yeah. And so you can buy the different levels. Oh, that's cool. And so, and it really comes down to like only $8 a quarter pound. And that's like. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like so if you're talking about wanting leaves to smoke or something on a budget. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's actually way more cost yeah, effective than way more cost buying effective. sweets. Yeah. And with <laughs> the shipping, because I just ordered some yesterday and we do have a coupon code, Twist and Talk. 
Whoop, whoop. Capital T's on both words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hit 5% off. Dot com and get yourself 5% off. But uh, I used it yesterday for the first time, so saved a little bit of money on my... I got a half pound of the Havana Primes on the way this week. I'm excited. I haven't had any of my own frontos in a minute. You guys have been blessing me with... So what is this one that we're smoking? What's what? It is the Havana Prime. So it is grown in Connecticut. It's okay. not grown in Havana, Cuba, but it's a Cuban seed strain. So they you know, they took the genetics from Cuba. Um, and it's primed, which means they pick the leaf a little early, so it's not a fully developed leaf. Um, I've tried probably a dozen and a half different tobacco varieties chasing down my favorite one, and this is definitely it. Why? Uh, it's got the right nicotine buzz for one. Some of them are way too faint. You don't feel it. And some of them are way too strong. You can't even smoke a whole blunt. Um, and even these ones, depending on leaf to leaf or where the section is on the leaf can be mm-hmm. too buzzy. Uh, the other thing I like about this leaf is just, it's got a really good, um, flavor as far as how it pairs with cannabis. It's, uh, so it doesn't like overpower it. Is it that what doesn't, you mean? Right. No, it, it doesn't. And it's, um, yeah, it's just overall like the the smoke is pretty nice. Some of them it's it's very overpowering. Even like uh, it's a like nice backwoods. accent to it. Yeah, backwoods are Dominican, so mm-hmm. I assume they're using like a Dominican. And I've bought in Dominican Fronto, and they're robust. They don't want to stick to each other. They're really thick. Um, yeah, and then we've tried the Maduro wrapper, which yeah, uh, that's, it was a Mexican Maduro wrapper. Yeah, sex, uh, the San Andreas uh, Maduros, and that means that it's uh, aged for a really long time. They um, ferment and oxidize it really. So the fermentation process for a Maduro is really long. They have to use a really thick leaf to survive that really long period. Um, and those are good. They're kind of like the equivalent of like this would be a maybe an IPA of a smoke. The mm-hmm. Maduros like that are like a imperial stout. You know, gotcha. so just really, just, yeah, really thick, really a lot of body. Um, they you got to keep working them with the lighter to keep them burning, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's kind of where I settled on this particular flavor. It's it's my favorite. Um, I've also read a thing that said the most uh, rums that come from Cuba are meant to pair with cigars. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, that makes sense, you know? And then I was mm-hmm. thinking, okay, well, that means your smokes probably pair well with spirits in general. True. And I've noticed that, you know, like when I'm smoking these, it's like it just it's really good with spirits. And I know you don't imbibe, but it's one of my favorite. Well, that if was... you notice, though, they're starting to pair cannabis with different yeah. beers. They just had a big thing that, in one of the magazines yeah, it was about Northwest that. Leaf has done. That's right. So that was their fourth. They do yeah. once a year. That was their fourth year in a row, actually, doing the terpenes and tannins mm-hmm. issue, which I love that because it's like. I've already I was already on that tip, and then when I get a magazine like know, it's giving nice to me be advice on, on other ways to do what I'm already doing, it's pretty dope. Yes. And that was kind of the reason I asked, "Do you drink at all?" Was because <clears throat> a lot of the choices of alcohol that we have are to pair with this wrapper and to pair with the, gotcha. the different weeds. And so I was going to say, even if you don't drink, like I suggest, like putting some on your tongue. Oh yeah, and you I, know t- what I, mean? I definitely want to do that because I want to taste. I like right, tasting where, stuff, right? But I just, yeah, don't, don't waste bothering people, pouring me. Anything. I've told people, I was like, don't worry about offending me by spitting the alcohol out. Even <laughs> after you get done doing this, I just want you to know what this, you know, this uh, complexity of these flavors are together, and I want you to enjoy it. And I well, know that you're not a drinker; you don't like whiskey, you don't like whatever. But d- oh, try this. Oh, it's not this. that I don't like you know it. I, mean? I wish we I had just some, don't. some coffee. Do you drink coffee? Oh, lots of it. Okay, so I wish we had like a really nice coffee for that you because be honestly, mm-hmm. like beyond uh, beers and alcohol, I think coffee's probably. I agree. It's one of my probably favorites. the best. Yeah, not yeah. only so does it's my favorite pairing in the mornings. It, it just, yeah, that's yeah, Seattle, Seattle Speedball. That nutty hazelnutty flavor to it, regardless of 
you know what you're smoking. It just yeah. really. I like adds a really really flavor. dark coffee. Yeah. And, yep. and cannabis, it, for some reason, so it just they like they bring out each other. Yeah, they, like, they definitely so it's the same do. way with these overly roasted beers. So they roast the malts mm. to make the beer that dark. That so beer it really looks really will good. Have that same uh, kind of coffee note where that really rich, bitter mm-hmm. palate cleanser really mm-hmm. is what it is you know, at the end of the day. But yeah, definitely. Um, so the Wakavesa, which I think it's pronounced that way, looks X O C O V E S A. Wakavesa. Wakavesa. Yeah, it looks like Wakavesa. Yeah. Um, 8.1%er. It's a mocha stout. Um, it's inspired by Mexican uh, hot chocolate. So, okay. Um, it's got the flavor profile. Ex- ex- evocative, Ooh, it smells really good. Right. Let's see. Coffee, pasilla, peppers, van- vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, generous amount of chocolate. Lots of stuff in there. I've I had I had the luxury of trying it before we did this. Not this episode today, but one of these uh, days earlier. I don't know. It was great. I have, this is my second one now. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. first impressions. Yeah. Cushy as fuck. Just cushy. like straight. Like yeah, cushy. Really gassy. Um. I'm glad it's definitely chem. I don't taste any skunk. Skunk's dope. Skunk's really old school. It's one of the right. first, you know, like genetics that really got like seeds popping off. Um, anybody that smoked cheese, yeah, that's a skunk cutting. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a very, it's almost like Slimer is to Chernobyl. Sure, yeah, cheese is to skunk. It just got yeah. proliferated Something in the UK. That just yeah, evolved out of that. But this is not that. This is definitely chem and chem cookies. Oh nice. man, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. That's cool. That's exciting. I'm uh, a fan of any chem dog strain. Yeah, anything with like chem dog favorite. in it. Right. See, for me, like, I, like chem dog by itself does never get me as high as I or the high that I want to go for specifically. But the flavor of chem dog by itself is phenomenal. <laughs> um, but anything chem dog is crossed into is one of my is like a really yeah. phenomenal cross. Um, something I've always like. I've kind of always paid attention to a little bit in my experience so far. <clears throat> Coming back to the beer just a little bit. So apparently you can Cheers. like the this one came out in uh September thirtieth this year. So that's the release date of this one. The past releases um came out they come out every single year. So it's October. Cheers. 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 Uh cheers of the boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. You hit the ring, so it still yeah, sounded still like cheered. it. All right. This is really good. Oh, really yeah. good. Ooh, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon. Uh, I love cinnamon. It's got so many good flavors in there. Yeah, it tastes it tastes very much like a winter seasonal beer. Like mm-hmm. it's got a lot of uh like the allspice kind of mm. stuff going they on. They even put the uh store at cellar temperatures, uh fifty five degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's cool. If you really wanna do that, you know, keep it around. That's, I don't like so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Monty about sweet. this now before we, you do how how was that smoke, Colleen? Very, like you were saying, it definitely has that chemi, that gassy taste to it. I can feel it up in my my nostrils, which is really good. Terpenes. If I start sneezing, then it's like overload of terpenes. Right. I'm not there yet, but that was. It's really good. Nice. That wrap too. Kind of nice, right? Yeah, it is. I feel like the wrap is not too intrusive to the to the weed. Exactly. It's act, it actually complements it in a really nice way. And like I've learned that uh, even going to like backwoods or smoking any any other kind of wraps and stuff like that, I, I had unfortunately well, I say unfortunately I picked up a uh, a flavored one, sweets flavored one, um, and it just was the flavor was way too much. It would pow- overpower the weed, it overpowered anything I put inside of it. Um, and so I just I totally think that the Havana Primed has a lot to bring to the table. We got the cheers on the yeah, yeah whiskey. I'm not on this whiskey. whiskey. I got a fire. Taste it. We gotta go there. Then I gotta go around. 
No. <laughs> I'm excited to try this whiskey with this beer. Like I'm gonna do a sip of the whiskey and then let it chill beer for a chaser. second and then yeah, do it again it's together. Not a, it's not a bad way to be. It's basically like my favorite. A blunt, whiskey, and a beer. This is like my favorite in the world. There's nothing better. How, how could I mean maybe help? like beautiful women? But right. This whiskey is off we the have chain, Colleen. dude. <laughs> I guess I'll do. <laughs> this whiskey is crazy. Holy motherfucker. It's really mm. good, right? It's really okay, good. How is that 107%? How is that 107%? I'm gonna, You're I, welcome to. Just a little teen. I don't have any cooties, I swear. Oh, of anybody. I mean, it's alcohol, so. It'll, <laughs> It'll kill all of them. Yeah. Mm. Reminds me of seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh grade, huh? So what was your, speaking of seventh grade, what's your, uh, how did you start smoking weed? Seventh grade, actually, was when I started smoking Damn, weed. So you knew about wow. bourbon and weed right away. Oh, yeah. right there. Yep, it was seven and seven, and I don't remember. Huh. Uh, I don't how? I don't remember much of that night, actually, in general. Uh, actually, let's rewind a little bit. Where are you from? I am from here, born and raised, Shoreline. Shoreline, actually. okay. Oh, wow. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. All right, so that was smoking around here, smoking in the Northwest, good Had good Northwest good weed. green weed. We'd go up to Canada a lot, though, because, you know, you could get into the bars up there mm-hmm. also, and those guys knew where to get good weed. So BC Bud was where it was at, actually, oh, yeah. when I was in junior high and high school. That makes sense. Yeah. when I, That was like the... Te- that was like the my intro this to weed pairing. This is so good this, together. This pairing all together. Whiskey. Sorry to cut you yeah, off. No, Sorry, dude. I was earlier, I was I'm like, watching. I'm phenomenal. watching Nate's face right now, and he's just going I'm just after like it. Going two hands. I'm like blunt beer, blunt whiskey. I want it all in my mouth. I know, dude. You have you have a bit of that whiskey flavor on there. Hit the blunt. Drink the beer. Exhale it out. It's the it's great. It's it's great. This is some great whiskey, dude. Isn't that good? It is. Yeah. It how, did that, how did that? How did that guy not like it? It's nice. Uh. He, he didn't remember he liking it so much. Tried and it then, again and was like, holy shit, no, that is good. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Really hold in the smoke and put that whiskey on your tongue and then blow it out. And all of a sudden, somehow there's like some... It's like malty, I don't know. It, it's it, a magical it experience. Adds some fruitiness to it. It does. Or something. It really does. Like that was the way yeah. I did it the first time. It was great. Oh, oh dude. For I some want... reason, I envisioned... Sorry. Uh... <laughs> Because you know me, I see my flavors. I don't taste them. It's f- somehow a jelly-filled donut is what I'm seeing. That is just it's, crazy. It's got some wow. great, like, I, that was the way I hit it the first time. I didn't have a chance to describe it. Oh, dude. Try it yeah, there, Monty? Is... He's in the middle of it. Oh, I just, I want, like, a leather armchair with rivets. Right? That's what he wants. I want a he want, he wants to. Me. He wants to flick the rivets real quick. He's like, how smells of mahogany. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be books. on, this shit makes me feel like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, bro. Small zone. But yeah, what I was saying is uh, my intro to cannabis, like when I first started buying weed and getting around, it was like the tail end of uh, BC kind of coming in before it was just sort of over. I think at a a point, BC kept all their good weed. And that's why you'd have to go there to get the good shit because they kept it. So then the the poo-poo would come down. We just got like dark green with lots of red hairs on it. Do you want to try to taste that whiskey with the smoke at all? Yeah, absolutely. There's one right in front of him real quick. I don't want to force alcohol. Upon no, yeah, definitely not. So no, like, no, like, no pressure, please. I'm just trying to kill me. About this. It's like yeah. she said she she said she avoids this because of liver problems. We don't need to. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was like, spit it out. Don't but taste it, but spit it out. Spit it out. It's so enjoyable. I feel like I should just roll another one. Already. Yeah, right. Word. Of course. Just keep rolling. Yeah, just mm-hmm. keep them going. Can't stop. Don't stop. 
I won't stop. So, um, I want to ask this tech. What year did you graduate? Eighty-seven. Okay. Oh, that was year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can figure out, the, you know. I'm fifty. Right? I just turned okay. fifty, and I'm gotcha. proud of it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know, <laughs> you're never supposed to ask. So, no, you know no, I mean? it's all to, good. It's all trying good. Trying to get a time frame, so we know, you know. So that was, you know, smoking in the in the early nineties or, yes. or late nineties. So I was selling in the early nineties. Selling in the early. Okay, so you smoked weed. So eighty six is when you graduated. So eighty seven. Eighty seven. So then yeah, you smoked weed back in like seventy something. <laughs> <laughs> my parents grew here. until I was six. Gotcha. So oh, I've wow. always I actually my first time any memory of weed. I was in kindergarten, and we had just learned about how the sun makes plants grow. Ah. My parents had clones upstairs, and gotcha. you know my mom was passed out. I remember it like it was yesterday. I took all the baby plants, brought them all downstairs, and put them on our front porch. Oh yeah! And I just remember my dad coming home from work and having a fit and not understanding why oh, yeah. the plants couldn't be outside. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely got in a lot of trouble for that. Oh, right. oh man. But then, yeah, so, and then they became born again Christians and, you know, so Flip all the that. whole script. That's uh, right. Oh, oh man. Wow. That, that's kind of what I was getting into was your, like, introduction to weed and was it around you through childhood? Very much. Which obviously it was, and then all of a sudden things kind of changed. But, um, okay, yeah, that's what that's where the the age and the what, all that You know what really from. got me back into it, though, when I was selling, and I, and I should say it's why I continued to sell, is I had... Um, a younger gal that had been coming to me, but her mom was going through chemo and she was buying it more for her mom than she was for herself. And she had asked if she could bring her mom over one day. Okay. And that is why I continued to sell. I never mm. stopped selling until just before it was legalized, like recreationally, I was still selling when it was medical to gotcha. help this lady. Okay. And she just passed actually a couple years ago. Oh, so it, it was just, it's one of those things that, she couldn't afford to get a medical. So, you know, what do you do? You go and get it on the street. And right. so, you know, it's yep. too bad she couldn't see it legalized no. recreationally because she could have just come and got it now. But that's that's what really made me get into it and stay with it. Gotcha. Yeah. That's similar to my story. Like, I always hit it. Like, I was in the medical world and doing it full time, but I always hit it until I had enough grandmas come and ask me if they could hug me because yep, their yeah. life was exponentially better now because of this product I was providing for them. And that's when I was like, you know what? I have too many grandmas really, really happy with me <laughs> to hide this from my grandma. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. For real. And I, uh, I got some bad news in the family of some cancer happening. Oh, and not, sorry. N- not in my immediate family, but, you know. Extended. Extended family. And um, so I'm going to be running point on the, you know, they're going to be doing chemo and everything, but I'll be mm-hmm. running point on the medicinal marijuana side of things for this, for this, for an ant. Yeah, dude. There's lots of, uh, lots of studies out there that, pro- that, that, that support how cannabis helps cancer. My first, my first uh, prescription for her is a uh, quarter gram of RSO a day, and we'll we'll start there and, and go from there. Sure, that's a good start, that's a good start for <laughs> yeah. sure. She's gonna be loaded, but uh, yeah, it's a good start because you're gonna need to work up to about a gram a day. Exactly. So you better strap mm-hmm. in. Oh right. man, it's gonna get. I rowdy. did that gram a day thing three times, so I definitely know a lot about that. Okay, yeah. um, do you mind if I ask why? No, not at all. Okay, so I have Hep C. 
Um, I got hep C from blood transfusions back in 82, as oh, a matter fuck. of fact, oh, when man. I was just a little itty bitty before they tested blood or any of that shit. Oh, man. So I found out I had all this after my youngest son was, he was 16 months old, actually, when I found out about it. And so they didn't know nothing. Um, I had three cancer nodules in, on my liver at the time. And, you know, we're talking, nobody really talked about it, but there was this oil that people talked about. And I had a friend that knew how to make the oil. Um, and it, actually, it was the person that I was getting the weed that I was selling from. So they made this oil, this black stuff called RSO for me. Mm-hmm. And I took that in conjunction with the uh, the regular medication that they gave you for hep C, which was, you know, shots and kind of a little chemo cocktail. Mm. So I did that three different times, never had much of an effect. And then this last time was about five years ago, four years ago, five years ago. And um, I decided that I didn't want to do the chemo cocktail. I didn't want to do the interferon shots, didn't want to mm. do that. And so I just alone did the, it's a 90 day regimen and you just build yourself up over a month to be able to take that gram a day that you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of THC. It now, really is. you can attack, I'd, so one of the times that I did it solely was, uh, so I've done it three times by itself without any of the chemo drugs. The most recent one was the one that was five years ago. Now, before that, I did one where I just, I took it head on started off with the half gram in the morning, half gram at night. Right. Well, Holy fuck balls is what I have to say about that. <laughs> Threw my ass for a loop for about two weeks. You know, it was like if it wasn't coming out one end, it was coming out the other. It was like the total body cleanser. But then this last time I did the buildup and then I did it for 90 days and then, okay. you know, tapered off. And I still take it. Actually, I take Double Delicious's RSO that I still have laying is. around the house. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I just take a like just a very small amount every night before I go to bed there you go gotcha. just that maintenance thing is everything go. in remission as far as you know it's, you know i haven't been back and i'm feeling great so that's kind of how i gauge it you know if i'm feeling like shit then maybe i should go see a doctor but yeah until that happens and eh. i'm, I'm kind of done putting all the other stuff in my system sure i, I think you. it does yeah. more damage than Good. Quite right. honestly, sure. If it does any good, it does. It does a lot of damage in the meantime. Oh, absolutely. So. absolutely. Like I, my voice. This is from throwing up. Mm. That's mm. why my voice sounds like this. Just from all the years of the throwing up from whatever chemo. So it's kind of, you know, worn that away a sure, little bit. Sure. Yeah. And so I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. At all. That's rough. That's stuff you don't hear about. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, at least I've never heard about no. that. That's mm-hmm. really crazy. It's like, also kind of interesting because I've always, you know, maybe. It's kind of sexy, though. Gravelly <laughs> 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 voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should hear me when you're sick. I'm like Marge Simpson's sisters. So like, like, oh, God. And with the cigarette. So. There you go. There you go. You gotta get you come to do some voice. It's like some voiceover work for me. Right. It's like, I got, some, I got some commercials I think we could nail out. <laughs> Anytime. What's it? Uh, Monty's got the second blunt now. Second blunt. You were about to open up these dabs. I'm dabbing it out. Oh, what are we dabbing on? Dab. Same, same thing. thing. Oh, so, so we got, is it, now is it the same oil, same company, I same guess? Same company, same everything. Yeah, yeah, so really, that oh, way we yeah, can do smell it. that. Really genuine uh, oh, my. interpretation. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, my. Is this going to hit me up in my sinuses? Probably. With those I assume so. Ooh, I Probably. hope so. Has, have either of you guys smelled that? Not yet. yet? I have not. No. Wait, I just put it on tight. Hold on. There you go. I've had these lock on to where I like, damn near can't get them off. 
What do you think there, oh, man. Monty? He's getting that <laughs> I don't smells. Know. Maybe my nose is broken. Oh, <laughs> really? Let yeah. me try it out. Let me try it out. Well, we got to put the lid back on. It isn't smelling like it does when you first open it. <laughs> maybe you gotta, maybe gotta whip it. Yeah, here, stir it around a little bit. Because this shit smells crazy. This is. this is that Bless. new. This this is a new packaging. <laughs> this must be a new batch of uh, GMO in there. It's the you know it's the Ooh. same it's the same date as the last batch. Okay, because I had one from the old batch and I've got a new batch one and. What is the Ooh. date? Since we're talking batches, Ooh. nine something. Something. Nine yeah. something. That's cool. Nine something. Let's it's see. like any time you buy coffee, oil, cannabis. Look for a fresh date. Right. Yeah. Beer. What's fresh though? If you want IPAs, weren't they? Isn't that something What's... they were taking off of the label though? Was the yeah. harvest date? Well, yeah, it's you, no longer it's a requirement. Yeah. This is. There's not one it's on here. Kind of. You sure? Right. Uh, but there's uh, companies see it. still do it. Right. Which is kind of nice of those companies, you know, right. yes. says something because that make, to me makes it sound a little more legit, right. I, I guess. They're yeah. not trying to hide anything. Right. right. It's not two years old. If you can't move your weed in time, like there's a problem. Yeah. You yeah. Agreed. have a yeah, you have a transparency problem where people aren't able to understand that your product's good enough to sell and that's maybe on the bud tenders or your relationship with the you know, the bud tenders to get your product mm-hmm. to them or to the people for them to Absolutely. actually try it. Or it's just not that good for the price yeah. you're asking. Well, and the and customers now know that it's on there. Like they look, they're they're they're, they're, <laughs> they're, watching they're looking it. for it. Well, the competition you know, is so fierce. No, you know what it was? I didn't look at a date. I looked at the um, numbers, the results. Uh, and they were exactly yeah, they the have the. They put the numbers on there, man. Yeah, I forgot. That's what I looked at to see if it was the same. That's a law. Yeah. <laughs> Still got to do that. The percentage has changed. It's a new batch. It's a new batch. From when nobody knows. <laughs> man, I'm glad we got the email back up. Yeah, me too. Makes it quick and easy. It, well, yeah, so I brought what, the D nail out. What, what ended nice. up happening is I got to go. I, got, I just have to go get one of these Infinity Nail, uh, just attachments for my for the nail that we got from uh, Cushman's Infinity Nail attachment. Yeah. So like his oh, his, his Infinity Nail, it's it's just an Infinity Nail for the most part. With then he wrapped gotcha. his he wrapped his coil around the bottom of it, which you can do with clean? um. With a lot of uh, with just their standard one, which is like Looks I don't know, funny. like forty bucks, and they they can do that. They have them over at um, Fifty Second Glass. So I like that setup. Uh, I've always wanted to upgrade it with the quartz bucket, just to get real fancy. Yeah, um, it's it's a lot of maintenance, dude. I don't know if it's worth it. It's like I think the titanium on the like on the e nails specifically might oh be the God. way to go specifically for e nails maybe, um, mainly because you have know. to scrape that I feel shit, like all dude. Our heady, uh, all our heady listeners are screaming in the. They are. They are. But like, right they're, they're like they're like maintain your e nail. I'm like, give me some tips, dude. How do you maintain that e nail? Because like every single time it's you put it on, like you do a dab, it gets burnt on there. Lower temps, Doug. Lower temps. I love low like, temp dabs. Well, so like low temps, but like what temperature are you doing at currently? Because this would be considered almost almost um, a low temp dab but it still gets charred yeah you know it's cool the homie who makes uh mr hotbox we still mm-hmm. gotta schedule him to come on but he lives yeah, all the way do. down he lives way south of like the almost Ooh. borderline oregon um but uh he has like a self-cleaning mode you can turn it on so it'll like cook itself off interesting Kinda yeah like it's, cool. it's even got a timer i can't tell you the time it's like <laughs> woken up in the morning and like i'm getting ready i'm like oh shit my email's still on yeah <laughs> like, fucking har- like hardly ever remember to turn off all stoned and have drunk going to bed after like falling asleep to YouTube or video games, you know? Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'll say like I stand behind Quartz. I think that Quartz has like the most like quality as far as like you get a lot of turps off of that one. You don't, you don't have to worry about any kind of off gassing from your from the titanium. Um, but I just I feel like for the email specifically, until you can figure out how to not to how not to char your dab, 
ever <laughs> and like like maybe it's just like on the super low temp dabs but then those are not aren't, aren't even that really they're they're enjoyable on the temperature but they're not enjoyable on on a on a psychedelic high or here's, psychoactive high here's at level here's another thing to consider uh okay i'm telling you to smell it um <laughs> <laughs> whip, whip it and smell it my, it. my words aren't working cuz my brain is dabbed out right now whip it uh, and smell better it better oil leaves less soot Kind of sure. like, kind of yeah. like burning it when you're smoking a bowl. Well, it's some like, kind of thing. Like yeah, it, when, like when it a burns bowl is white. really white. Yeah, it, with oil, the less contaminants there is, the less it's going to be left over. So if you're really just slamming in there some shitty wax, crappy shatter, not to sure. talk shit, but if you are, you'll end up with a lot more of that carbon buildup because there's a lot more waxes and stuff. Where the farther refined diamonds and, and really nice sauce, you'll get a lot less char and buildup on your nice stuff. Just a side note. Sure. It's a good note to know. It's it's something to think about. I do know that, like, for instance, companies like Oleum. Oleum, I think I've never really had an issue with charring. They're any of of their qualities. Honey crystals, their live resins, their whatever's going on with them. They they actually, I think that they have, like, a pretty, they they just end up burning up or, like, leaving nice, like, oily puddles. It doesn't have any kind of, like, uh, any issues with that that kind of stuff happening I agree. Dorado seems to be another one that doesn't seem to leave that charring as right. well in, in my say, experience i was just gonna say the opposite because i have uh i have the terp terp slurpy northern lights from dorado mm-hmm. and i'm using it on my e now and i'm having to oh, i'm having to like redo you know i'm having to turn it up and burn off some black shit from it it's oh. really tasty dab and it's fucking me up but it is leaving residue behind mm. oh that's too bad i i haven't had <laughs> I don't remember the one that I have. It's not that one, and it is. It's a terp slushy too. I, I haven't had that issue with it. Are you dabbing on a na- on an e nail? Yeah, no. We got this. This symphony over here. God, damn. I feel like that GMO is like a little excavator in my lung. It's, it's, Get yeah. everything out. It looks like yeah, Zoolander dude. when he's working in the coal coal mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. All right. What'd you think of the smell on it, though? Did you, did you get good. the smell of this time? Yeah, it does smell better when you, you whip when it you up whip a little it bit. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and, really does. Um, it tastes really good. It tastes like if, they, if I had found this in 2015, I would have like immediately bought like four more grams. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, this shit's not going to be around. Right. Danger, panic. Like now everything's fucking hyper abundant. Right. But. I was worried that when I got back from Chicago, it wasn't going to be there still. And I walked in there and I was like, oh, still like seven grams left. <coughs> Nothing to worry about. You mind handing me that napkin? <coughs> so how long have you worked in the rec world now? <laughs> okay, so I have been consistently in a shop since 2008 is when I started. Awesome. So I was at a company called CCC, Conscious Care Cooperative. I remember them. So I was with them. And probably still got some of their stickers laying around. I know, right? I actually have a t-shirt from them still. Did with they have their a little... Sasquatch Well, stuff Yeah, he stuff? was all into the Sonics. Yeah, so yeah. all his stuff looked like Sonics Yeah, anything shit. that was Sonic-related weed stuff, I fucking snatched Tiger Gardens. Shit He's up. still doing stuff. That's, mm. that's, Tiger Gardens. Tiger Gardens is, huh? is his. I haven't seen that at yeah, all. But I just happened to, actually, when I was at Danks, the guy that is working for him came in. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Is this junior stuff? And it certainly was. So that's, that's cool. kind of cool. Um, but they decided not to go wreck. And Greenworks was going to be going wreck at about another year. So like in 2015-ish, 
I want to say, or 2014, they literally fished me away, offered me more money to come right. to work for them. So, And since they were going recreational, I didn't feel bad about it. So I went to work for them. Smart. Um, worked for them up until last November. Went to work for Danks. Didn't work out. And then high society swooped me up. Boy, they have no clue what they've gotten themselves into. <laughs> None. Uh, <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. Right. I'm I'm happy to hear that people like yourself, though, true OGs, are... Uh, making their way to management in some of these shops. You know, though, it because hasn't been easy. Like, honestly, it really, it hasn't. No, it's, it's incredibly hard. I feel like um, I suffered this because I came from a long background of medical. Mm -hmm. mm. And even though my resume was fucking stacked and I know more than most, it was a huge red flag <laughs> to a recreational company that it came Absolutely. from medical because they looked at it like it was some gangster shit. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you operated, it, maybe it was. And I understand because the reality is people that pursued the medical avenue Oftentimes, it's because they didn't want to work for a man. They didn't want to answer to anybody. They wanted to work at their own time, their right. own schedule. Weed was abundant. Money was abundant. All that shit. And that's, like, not the case with anything recreational. Right, right. So I think when the switch happened and people did come on that had a good resume, it was an awful fit. Mm. Because not only did they expect the same MO that they've been used to. Right. They, uh... They just, it was just, it didn't work. They weren't making the money. They weren't getting the free weed or the access. No. Nope. They had to be on camera. They didn't understand the, like, mm -hmm. the legality, the, all this crazy. It's just like, it's thousands of dollars and you're on a camera 24 or seven if you're in that building. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's real serious. One leaf on the ground, not without a fucking tag to represent it is, is a huge fine if they really want to stick you with it. If it's just in the wrong hallway because somebody fucking had it on their boot. Mm. It's so stupid. Right. And any place you go, that's how it is. So it just kind of depends on how hard they want to be. But yeah, it's a it's a nightmare. And when you're used to like doing it on the street style shit, you're just like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Calm down. Right. We're and just growing weed and selling that shit. Yeah. So I I totally understand and empathize because it was it was extremely challenging to go from medical to rec and be taken serious. Um, because of those problems that uh yeah, I had to work for uh, like a temp kind of thing, like a, a you know doing general garden contracting, where mm -hmm. I was going in, in, you know, getting hired temporarily by a, a company as like a contractor with a group of people, and then I proved my merit by just working hard, uh, and it helped too because I come from like a cooking background, right? So having the like prep cooking is a hell of a lot like doing any kind of cannabis work. Is it? You know, yeah, because it really I like. I mean, sometimes you'll spend four or five hours just weighing out portions. Oh, okay. I it's got fucking you. no different, man. You're running a scale doing hundreds and hundreds of sacks of meat to make a sandwich. It's fucking no different than weighing out quarter ounces of weed. Want to hit that dab there? Yeah, yeah dude. I was waiting for it to kind of burn up whatever was on there first. So how do you think the dabs compared to the uh, flour? I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel that flour. But that dab, I felt that one. Hell yeah. Way up in my sinuses on that. That was good. Yeah. Some good terps. Yeah, it's tasty. I love it. I love the way it makes me feel. <coughs> Girl Scout cookie and chem dog is hard to go wrong with. Yeah, I w I'm 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 really surprised they called this skunk. Like why, like where they how like where they pulled yeah. where they, I don't where taste did they that skunk at where, all? Well, it's, yeah. it's 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 yeah. So it's whatever they're saying that skunk it's a skunk cut of chem dog is what it said it was so yeah. which i guess maybe i just so, don't like it just like a, why that like why did you just why name that? it skunk then why did you why, why why there's something already named skunk right well, yeah why did you name your chem dog cut skunk 
Yeah. Skunk Va. But I've yeah. heard Skunk, Skunk Va, Va a lot. Have Is you? it VA, yeah. like Virginia? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I always just called it Skunk Va. That's what I was Va. wondering. <laughs> Skunk Va. I was wondering if it was like a, a chem dog cut that came from Virginia and had sort of a skunky whatever to it. And so they had to figure out how Probably. to differentiate it. Probably. It's like a special cut of 91. I just try to think of what I would do if I was a pothead naming weed. Yeah. But well, I don't I Didn't it say it was a bat cross too? So maybe that's how they got it to not taste so skunky or smell so skunky. I have no idea. I, I thought know. I saw that on something. So in. <laughs> Colleen, in all yeah. your in your years of uh, different experience between the medical wor- world and the recreational world, do you feel that um, being a female has has uh, hindered you or helped you, or like um, you know how you can use your feminine wiles to like get dudes to give you a friggin' raise <laughs> or whatever, like you know what I mean? Giving them so the, here's you know my ex- here's my answer on that. First of all, <coughs> in my case. <coughs> I I would say that for being a female, first of all, there we've made a spot for ourselves now. But back in medical, we it definitely was more predominantly male, right? And that definitely my age wasn't in my favor. Okay. And for a majority of the medical, and I don't mean any disrespect, you know, when when I say this. But we were more looked at, oh, my God, you would be great to be a 420 nurse. You right. need to go be a 420 uh. nurse. And yet they, they come across me and they're like, not really sure what to say to you, but uh. good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. You know, and, and it, it, it really um, and I don't mean any disrespect by, by saying that the 420 nurses definitely had their thing going. Right. Um, however. Now that the recreational side has come about, we've been, I, I feel just in, in watching the people that are left from the medical side, those women fought fucking hard right. to get to what they're able to do now. I feel that. Um, mm. Sylvia, I can't remember what her her last name is now yeah, but she I've, works with she works over with us now. yes and so so you know who i'm talking about yeah. like she's really busted her booty to she's get great. to where she's at and Wonderful i have bartender. so much respect for that um but you know then there's other females that are still doing the 420 nurses thing and yeah they're still making an impact they're getting people to notice it but i I, it, it bothers me that the industry is still sexualized like that. Right. Sure. Um, and and again, it's not a bad thing. You look at beer, sex sells. You know, you got the Budweiser girls. You got our four twenty nurses. Well, baristas still. Like yeah, that's there's the, the coffee industry too. And I'm not hating on any of that. You go, ladies. I used to be doing stuff too back in the day, so I understand all that. However. For us as women to be taken seriously, we can't be sexualized like that in this part of the industry. I couldn't be out there selling, taken seriously, selling some topical, you know, maybe maybe that would work. But I still wouldn't be taken seriously. I would still be viewed as a sexual. It would be just viewed as sexual. And that's the women that are doing it. They're doing it right at the moment. That's what I have to say about that. Got you. That's dope. Hell yeah. Man, okay, can I talk about that dab for a second? Yeah. Tastes just like a flower. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I did forget to say that. It does. It tastes just like a flower. Like, that's a really good extraction. Like, that, 
it tastes just like the flower. I think it's got the same exact like high euphoria of just again concentrated like the format. Um, oh man, that was some good good smoke there. Yeah, I yeah. like the strain a lot. I've been sleeping. I, yeah, I just me saw too. Skunk, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's just because like Skunk originally was amazing, but that's originally. I don't think I've never I've not seen like a real Skunk in in most of my smoking years. I think that was like it's like. I don't know how Northern Lights is still a fucking thing. Okay, right. I was just smoking blueberry cheesecake by Solstice. Okay. It was amazing. It was some skunky, cheesy. You could barely. You got the blueberry aftertaste. It was cheese cheesy. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good strain. But, it, it does live up to the name. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a cheese fan. I was hoping it was going to be more blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> I love cheesy strains. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I really miss old school them. blueberry. Yes. I feel like I feel like Greenhaven grows a good old school blueberry. Honestly, like I mean, I, as much as I I may not appreciate their the cure, atomic? no, just blueberry, oh, okay. the cataract or blueberry, whatever you want to call. It. I, th- I think I think the cataract now is blueberry. Uh, my question is, how do you know what an old school blueberry tastes like? Oh, I guess because I I guess from all the descriptions of people, people tell me what old school blueberry tastes like. Gotcha. I can I can only I can only I can only, I can only it, like uh, give that. Uh, Maybe that lend of, of of knowledge there, but yeah. I've done enough research too so, to understand what what old school blueberry would taste like. All right, um, along with my own experience in smoking different gotcha. because I don't stuff. think. Okay, so how would you describe old school blueberry tasting? Uh, it's kind of comparable to you remember the smelling markers, the the big one with like the dude standing there with the pen, right? <laughs> Not like Sir Marks a lot. I Sir Marks a lot. Yeah, but they had like they had like. Uh, <clears throat> The blueberry one, yeah. yeah, and I feel like OG blueberry weed smelt like that. And honestly, the That's weed description kind of looked blue. Like if you took it outside, it was like, no shit, this does kind of look blue. <laughs> like, 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 like there was the blue fuck? fuzz on it. Like yeah, yeah, like hints, hints of blue, or, like just little like teases at it. Like it just it was like the the aura of it was blue. You sure. couldn't like yeah, track that's down. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, you couldn't track down. So where your the blue... description then saying that the Green Haven, I would have to agree. With your description of what that old school is supposed to taste like, and okay. since I sell Greenhaven all day long, I would have to say you're accurate on that. Greenhaven's sure. blueberry is very gotcha. tastes like old school. Then yeah, because the the blueberry that I find now smells to me more like uh, you know that like I think it's a moxicillin children like that pink syrup mm. shit that they would like give yep. you the like spoon oh, yeah. the spoon that mm. would hold all of it in the in the tray of like in the in the stem of the spoon. Mm-hmm. And you'd feed kids this shit as an antibiotic. That's what I think blueberry has turned into. Like that's if, it, it, if I smell blueberry, that's what I'm like. Oh, it's that sweet, like, like cotton candy mm. drenched in that garbage. You no, know, well, to bring up Paradise Valley again, they have blueberry pancakes. Delicious. Holy mm. mac and cheese. It is so good. It's a good one too. Yeah. It's funny because when you brought up. Cheese. I was gonna bring up Paradise Valley for their Super Silver Haze. Doesn't get any more cheesy than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I, I obviously can't smoke that one, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that is definitely one that I, 
I like the smell of that, and it does smell like cheese. Yeah, it's very cheesy. Yep. This second blunt is kicking me to the next fucking level. Yeah, I'm loving it. After the dab, it's really... Yeah. I'm it's, just getting going. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel it's like I'm getting to, to that point one. where I'm like, all right, now I'm like sufficiently high. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm finally at that spot, if you will. In, in the zone, so to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, flow it's, state achieved. Yeah, yeah, the flow. Yep. <laughs> right. I've smoked a lot of weed today, too. It was one of those days where I just woke up and was like, I'm just going to smoke. I, I almost, dabbed a lot today. Did you? I did yeah. not smoke at all today. Day. I smoked. I, I, hit, I hit my vape pen on my way to the band practice. Had a frustrating band practice, and then came home and didn't yeah. smoke until right before this podcast. Like it it was, got here. It was you horrible. You're a pretty litty committee. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll so, have to figure out. We'll have to see how that thing turns out. I forgot uh, to. Uh, I smoked. I had like a Star Killer blunt this morning. That's what's up. I forgot to say what state we're doing this week. We are doing a state. We're doing Maryland. 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 I totally forgot about that. Oh man. What do we do states for? So every week we do a uh, the different cannabis laws of a state, ah, and I okay. do them alphabetically each week. And so this week we're in Maryland. Yay, Ireland! By the way, Ireland. Ireland just uh, approved medically, and it's covered by their insurance. Nice Ooh, groundbreaker. Isn't that that's, that's that's cool. cool. Yeah, I got one of my <laughs> homies on uh, Facebook. He lives I forget which one, but he actually forwarded it to me, and I was like, "Wow, congratulations!" So I ended up posting it. That's nice. cool. Yeah, because I'm, yeah, yay. It's always nice seeing these places that go legal. Yeah. Even if it's just medical, that's right. one step in that direction. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think that the insurance approving it, that's even like more groundbreaking. Right. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Out of all that, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. More people need to get on board. That's like a great Seems experiment. like those European countries, though, seem to be on board with a lot of shit. Right. Yeah, well, they are For a little sure. bit more uh, socialistic yeah. in, in their in their some of their government practices anyways. Yeah. France released a pamphlet. This is what we know about UFOs. USA, release your shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they fuck, they're on another level. <laughs> so you said you were dabbing a lot today, Colleen? Yeah, Purple Punch by I need to read that Dab article. Labs, and I forget the other one. Nice. It was good, though. So what's your favorite way to smoke or consume? Actually, this. This is my favorite. It's just, yeah, right now, you know. in the right place. Oh, man. I was actually looking forward to it. I haven't had any flour to smoke the last couple days. So, you know, it's like I I enjoy dabbing. You know, it gets me to where I want to be pretty quick. But I also have an extremely high tolerance, and it doesn't last very long. Okay. So, like a dab, great, long enough for me to take the dog for a walk, and then I come back, and I'm like, okay, time to dab again. That's, gotcha. Yeah, mm. I'm kind of on that same level. Like, I like taking dabs when I'm playing video games. Yeah, because uh, it gets you re- it gets you super fucking crazy high right away. Yeah, well, and my I have like uh, the email sitting on on my side, and anytime it goes to a loading screen or like if you're if you're playing first person shooters and somebody kills you, gotta take a dab or have right. like or have like a candy. <laughs> like I'll have a candy, I'll be like, oh, thanks for the candy break, dog. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I wish uh, you got that on video just now. Him grabbing that imaginary piece of candy. I do that with cooking, though. Gold. It's like, okay, I'll break these three eggs, and I'll have a dab, and then I'll scramble them, and <laughs> then I'll have another dab, and nice. now I'll add the milk. <laughs> there you go. See, that's why we need the female perspective. That's some <laughs> shit I would not have thought about. Right? Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. So how many times would you say that you got, you'd get hit on by customers? Do you get hit on by customers? <laughs> um. Okay, well... <laughs> Yes, I do. And yes, it's very frequent. Um, God, I don't want to sound like I'm like Give me, give me a story. No. Actually, We're I just had you. a customer this week who asked me out for dinner, and I asked him, what makes you think I would go out with you? 
What did he and say? He just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what to say. Oh, oh man, he was. <laughs> so. Oh man, not not a good start. All right, he he probably got rejected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I I mean it's just. What should they say? Oh, God, they joking. shouldn't say fucking anything. No. Is what they shouldn't say. Don't, hit, don't on hit on the buttenders. Just don't hit on the buttenders. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're we're a retail. We're not a fucking bartender. None of us are like. It kind of is back to what I was saying before, though. It's whoa, like whoa, whoa. the females get sexualized, <laughs> and it doesn't even matter what age you are. It's what are you just trying weird. to say about bartenders now? Am I just like fucking? I have yeah, two you're, sons you're, that are bartenders. You're, you're hot. You're hot cakes right now. You're you're out there, and you're just like, oh man, I'm gonna sexualize you. Is that the role? Yes, the bartenders, bro. I mean, hey, wait, 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 wait. I like I said, I have two sons that are bartenders, so I don't. I mean, well, I I'm their moms. You don't, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to say, but I think I'm I sure think that the girls. I think I think that. I think society uh, nods to bartenders in, in, a, in a much more uh, objective way than anything when it comes to like social service and stuff like that like just out there in the bars and stuff like that like especially women bartenders i think that's a specific one to, to take into consideration because i think all men want to hit on the women bartender they're the most sexually objectified is that what you're saying uh, and it's or one, one of them at least I mean, maybe, maybe i shouldn't say the I most say but one of them it's one of the most sexual socially acceptable forms of sexual objectification in today's society maybe that's that's a limb that's the limb i'm trying to jump out to um, I think that that I think that that's a I don't know what do you guys think? I would agree with that okay I would th I would say huh. that it is acceptable to most people to to like hit on their bartender feel like they are, to feel like it's okay that they are making sexual comments to their bartender after they've had two drinks sure now Monty you're a bartender give me your input oh man I don't really, maybe, you know, I just, I don't really experience that personally too much. Maybe you do it, like, I see it a little bit. Maybe you're in, maybe it's because you're in Edmonds. I'm in, I'm maybe in, it's <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, even with my coworkers, though, I see it sometimes, you okay. know I mean? You definitely see it a bit, and it's, but it's not like, uh, maybe they're trying to keep it classy. I was but just going like, to say, your bar is pretty classy it's, to yeah, where it's not it's like. it's kind of classy. Sure. What happens then is they, they like, I feel like maybe they do pull the trigger, but it doesn't seem like it because they don't want to ruin their spot. Right, so then they become like lurkers. So you just, sure. so you just end up with all these lurkers. They're just kind of like, oh like feasting on this like eye candy, and they never want to pull the trigger and then never show up again. It, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what totally. I think you get. So then you, the, you know, it's funny. You have creepy the, old dudes leering at you from across the bar. The, or the restaurant. one, the one instance I know of a girl that definitely was about it. Her friend turned her out, like, to, like just told on her. You know, when she was like drunk at the bar one night, I was like, "Oh no, shit!" Have n she never came in since? Oh man, yeah, right. It's totally funny. embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so they but and then like she didn't even she wouldn't even have tried. You know, I know she wouldn't. She would like sure. But it was fucking. It's kind of funny. So Interesting. That's the experience that I see more often than not. I don't know how if that relates to like you know. What's your impression of female places? bartenders then? What is my impression of female bartenders? Like a, a female bartender is like, yep, I'm a bartender. Like, um, I would say that like depending on the like bar, because I worked at a few. Depending mm. on the female, a lot of them are just like on the hyper flirt game because it right. increases the tips, yeah. to a million. Sure, but then I I think that it's almost like uh, it's it's that same kind of reciprocation that people go to the uh, bikini stand for, right? I don't think that most dudes like maybe the most fucking psychotic think that they have a chance 
but I don't think most are going there thinking that they have a chance to get this girl to go on a date. Sure. Even if they're bringing her flowers and fucking talking to her or whatever. And then they're just there really for fucking banging tips. Right. And so it's, I think it's a similar kind of thing going on where, yeah, you'll see the heavy flirt, but it, it does, I don't know. And sometimes it does go somewhere. Sure. You know? Yeah. How would you say that that compares to potentially to the, to the cannabis industry? Maybe. Either one of you uh, can answer. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, go ahead, Colleen. You know, I, I think it's very similar. Having been in the service industry, per se, in a previous lifetime, um, I can see the <laughs> I can see the similarities. I was a stripper. So <laughs> there's definitely some of those same similarities. And now, I'm not going to lie, some of those traits, for lack of a better word, I definitely have used in what I do now. And it's just because I know how to give good customer service and make you feel like you were special. Right. Sure. And it, and not have any physical contact with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like if I'm out on the floor, those guys are like, thanks for making us tips today. <laughs> you know, there's a couple of them that are, have said that. And you know what? Yeah, you bet. Let me right. make those tips for you. Yep. I most definitely. Here you go, guys. Right. Enjoy it. You know, and I don't mind doing that. And so would you say that you can off completely offer a customer service without having any kind of sexual, you know, you know, I would say objectification to it. Um, would you say that 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 that, that is essentially what you're pro- you're offering? Then it's like you're not necessarily giving any kind of sex- sexual objectification right. to the customer service you're giving. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm that way. Let me make this very clear. Yeah, I'm that way with the females, and I'm that way with the males. Of course, I'm probably even more so with the females than I am with the males. Right. You know, it's like you get a couple that comes in there. It's like you already know that mm-hmm. she's thinking. Just because you're another female, you might be checking out her dude. Sure. And I've heard it happen. Every single store I've worked at heard this happen. Hmm. Focus on the female. Don't even talk to the guy. Focus on her. Find out what they're looking for. Ask her. Yeah. It totally, in my opinion, in the customer service, as far as this goes, kind of like with the bartending thing, I'm I'm just making um, speculation, but... If you approach the female being a guy, that guy might start feeling some kind of way that you might be looking at as female. Yeah. See, I've always had to try to walk that fine line to you where you have to. It's almost like I'll be talking to her, but looking, but looking at, at him. him. So it's like, whoa! I just had my 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 right earphone went out. But um, <laughs> so it's like trying to walk that fine line of. Making sure it's not like I'm flirting with her, exactly. But giving her the right amount of attention as well, to where it doesn't feel like, oh, you're, because I don't want to give, um, like if a couple comes in wanting to shop together, I don't want them to, I don't want them to think that I think, oh, this is just the dude trying to smoke some weed, right? And she's just tagging along, right? You know what I mean? You guys are obviously in here trying to pick things together. I want to give you guys equal, you know, attention. But sometimes I don't also want to be like, you know. Feeling like the dude is looking at me like, hey, right. why are you talking to my girl like this so much, bro? Right, you know? right. And it's, it's a weird Well, and to even line. make another comparison, like back when, you know, I was doing this illegally, <clears throat> it was generally a guy's game. So it was the guys that would be coming to pick up the weight from me. Yeah. With that being said, the females, I being a female and just knowing, <clears throat> I would tell these guys, 
Bring your girlfriend over the next time you come to pick up. Bring her with you. Let me tell you what, man. I got so much free food and cookies and tell Miss Colleen hi. Right. You know, it was like there was never, ever an issue. And and it was just a way, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, to, uh, just protecting myself. But, you know, in the in the same sense, giving good customer service to you know, whoever was coming through. Yeah, I feel that. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it was always a weird, especially, you know, like if the girl's actually hot, you know what I mean? Right? Like if she's like attractive and she's, you know, got cleavage out or whatever, and you're, it's hard not to look at that just on a normal basis, let alone exactly. if the dude's right there and you're trying to give customer service and they're two feet in front of your eyeballs and it's just like, I am trying like, so hard not to look at these, but dude, I respect you and I'm trying to sell you good weed, but man, why your girl like, got to come in here with her boobs out though? And I'm trying why, to be why, why? You know, respectful. I totally want to respect all the boobs and I mean, you're, I mean, you, all, dude. all the dudes. All in the dudes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's really, you know, absolutely trying, trying, trying. Oh man, man. what's it, dude? Yeah. What, so, what, what, what other drinks we got? I have the uh, smoked porter from Alaska. If you guys want to try that out, Please. smoked porter. It is, yeah, it's a 2008 edition of the smoked porter from Alaskan Brewing. Let's I'd be kind of curious because when I was young, that taste. was a that was a common um, micro brew, 22 ounce mm-hmm. before micro brews were everywhere, and uh, that. Uh, was never really my favorite, but my palate has changed so much that I might like it a lot now. That's that's weird that you say that because I was thinking about that. I was drinking beers that I never have liked in the past, and I was like, man, I like this shit now. It's because my palate's changing, and my appreciation for the different subtle tastes that I'm getting is so much different. Like tasting the cinnamon in this. Mm-hmm. I think two years ago, if I would have drank this beer, there's no way I would have tasted it in this same way and the complexities of it and appreciated it. Yeah, you know it's weird. Um, nice. So, do your uh, do your bartender sons smoke weed? Yes. Well, okay. Wait. No. One. One of them does. One does. And one does not. Okay. Which is interesting. It's just not his thing. When hmm. did you find out he was smoking? Um, they've always been really open with it. I'm not even sure when he started. He's. It was in high school, I think. All but right. you know, it's like my younger one. He started smoking. It was um, folk life, and he oh, called me shit. from there. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'm getting ready to smoke weed for the first time. I'm like, oh, right on. So where you <laughs> he told me he was at folk life. I asked him who he was with. He was with the homies, and I said, just enjoy it and go check out the drum circle. Yeah, so, good call. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's what he did. That's awesome. That's that you good have guidance a relationship there. With yeah, that's your, dope. With your kids. Oh yeah, like, they they you know. are really open about yeah. it. Sean, I don't know. It was so that's natural. Yeah, that's my oldest. Mm. He, it's very very natural for him. Like he's a connoisseur. Like actually, the way that you know the different tastes and the comparison. Like he know he's very. It's fun that's to cool. actually watch him talk about it. Nice. And then cool. the other ones like nope. Mm. Nope, nope, and nope. The straight and narrow never tried it, or just oh, had tried did. it once. He actually, <laughs> he'd hate me for saying this, but I got sent a picture of him puking in the toilet. He had eaten <laughs> a whole tray of brownies. Oh, oh shit! No. So that was his first experience with weed, and he was like, "I fuck that <sighs> it's shit." Totally I don't different. Want I know. I've tried to explain this to him, but but he does take CBD, and him and his brother both swear. If you pop a CBD before you go to bed when you're drunk, you won't have a hangover. 
Yeah, interesting. I've heard so, that before. That's like okay. one of those things. The they it's like just by. ten milligrams that's is good cool. to go. Yeah, I guess so. Mm, okay, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, my cousin he says that he says doing CBD when he's drinking because he he snow skis with a bunch of like rowdy ass dudes up. You know, the, the ski club thing, and they just like everybody has whiskey and you know, the, the little pouches of whiskey in their pocket. And sure, you know, they're doing all kind of other things as oh, well. Yeah. They get, to where you know, you're up till two in the morning, and you're trying to get up at eight in the morning and hit the slope right when they open again. <laughs> He's like, Oh, yeah, 20 milligrams of CBD before I go to bed. I wake up in the morning, cup of coffee, a little bit more CBD just to get the joints going for the day while I'm out on the slopes. Makes sense. Oh, man. Oh yeah, man, I am so good. Because those little I'd, I'd wanna... drop things, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't know anything about it really. Yeah, I mean, I, forever, but he joined the navy kind of like you, and yeah. went off onto a whole different world, kind of like and me. Now not, he's back, not exactly. you know, joined the navy kind of like you. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, not exactly, <laughs> but like yeah, because you, know. well, you did it straight just four years. He, oh, okay. He went like way longer, like just six years or okay. whatever. He was just immersed into a, like an anti weed world. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where you just were like oh, four and done, I'm four out. and out, yeah. But uh, um, you're talking about the slopes and the CBDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're done with that. So okay. what up with Maryland? Yeah, that's what I'm getting ready to do. I got it in my hand. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. All right. So Maryland does have uh, medical marijuana. It was actually voted in all the way back in 2012, but it's one of those states that took five freaking years for. It to actually get enacted, so it wasn't until like September or something like that of two thousand seventeen. They really got to start putting more like more strict mandatory minimums on that, right? Like Washington had that; they had a year <laughs> to figure everything out, and then a year to implement it or whatever it was. So these guys took like oh, just under five years to to implement their medical marijuana laws. <clears throat> um. Initially, there was not even going to be smoking allowed, but that's not, you know, that's a thing of the past. So, um, but you're allowed to have four ounces on you. You're not allowed to grow at all. Uh, I couldn't find the price of your medical card. Like it was just, you go, mm. there's doctors that are on a registry for, um, medical marijuana in Maryland. Okay. And you go to one of those doctors and they give you your recommendation. Now they give you a temporary card and then you can pay $50 for an actual ID card with your picture on it. But that temporary card does work in the stores. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't find the actual price of how much you had to pay the doctor for this recommendation. Maybe I looked at like four or five different articles trying to figure it out. Do you think it's got something to do with like general practitioner price? Right. I think it just is in your visit for whatever the doctor's visit is because it's just a bunch of general practitioners. So does it, So, so if that visit, covered under insurance like if they're just going for a regular visit by law the insurance company doesn't have to cover it but Uh, they can so i'm sure based on okay so they can cover the visit but they're not covering the 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 prescription right okay which makes sense like they don't cover prescriptions anyway so i don't know if you go in there just for general um pain say that's what you're going in to get your medical card for right Hmm. And you go in there for pain, and they're like, so you can get some Vicodin, you can get (laughs) some weed, you know what I mean? I don't know how that works, and it's like, okay, well, the Vicodin visit costs you this much, and your insurance will cover it, but if you pick weed, then no, your insurance doesn't doesn't cover cover it, yeah. 
you know, I don't know if that's what that it would is. That would make because sense because they would be privy to what the I'm sure records that, would right. be. I'm sure right. it's not something up front, though. Like, I'm sure they wouldn't tell you that up front unless it's like, uh, like you know, like once you get done, like, okay, because you got, you know, you came here to seek medical consultants or for marijuana, we can't help you. Maybe like with this specific insurance coverage on this right. thing. Like, I would this say that's something is, that maybe happens. Visit? Maybe, or like, well, well like, <laughs> you'll find that out in the billing process no right. matter what. You'll get sent a bill as opposed to the bill getting sent to your insurance company. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe. And that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I could see that totally happening. But yeah, so it kind of sucks. I hate when I'm looking through this and I can't find definitive information mm. like that, you know? Sure. It's all speculative but at that point now. It is. I know. It, and you, so the. The actual ID, if you want to get that, that's $50 for a year. Okay. So, so that's very similar to even ours. I was going to say, like, they get a little, yeah, when so you say, you, like, you it take has a picture, their picture and shit it on it. It showed different examples of what, the, you know, you got to have, like, a plain background behind you. Uh-huh. And you send that picture in, and then they send you an ID. Gotcha. For, how for much that. is ours again? Only, f- how much is ours? Yeah. Here? I think it's still, like, 100, 200 bucks, depending on the Yeah, it kind of depends doctor. on who you go see. Right. Some really? MDs my, will do it, though, now. Because right. mine, my, whenever I initially got mine, wait, I guess before the, uh, you know, the in integration of everything it was like 75 dollars oh really yeah it really wasn't that much mine was 200 bucks at first and then 100 dollars for every renewal yeah, yeah it was like it was like it was like 75 dollars for for my initial and then i was like uh i think it would cost like 50 dollars for the renewal like depending on like if you want to go for the full year or if you wanted to go for like i think the the whole like maybe six months or something like that it was a little bit less mm-hmm. hmm. i don't know so and and when they initially uh, did this in 2017, there was already 500 plus doctors statewide signed up on this list that you could be able to go to. It, oh, which, okay. So that's you know that's quite a few. Yeah, honestly. exactly. And I, and I, I can only assume it's grown in the last two years. Right. And then um, at that time, they initially were going to allow 90 dispensaries entire in the in the state. They were only allowing two per district. I don't know what a district is versus a county. It's probably whatever. similar. I would think. Well, so districts are smaller. Well, districts like, like for instance, like, like a county is cut up into different districts, like a fireman for district six. Well, you know, Shoreline is, di- like you know, is a district of Seattle, like kind right, of thing. exactly. And you only can have two districts stores. of Tokyo. You only can have two stores per district. And then uh, that's about all of it, really. You can have two um, two caregivers, so that way if one's busy, they can, the other one can go get you some weed. But nobody Did you say can grow. you can't grow? Yeah, no growing at all. Like, what the F? Yeah, you know, it sucks. We were just really talking about to Maine. funnel the money. And over in Maine, you can just have, like, fucking three flowering plants at all the time. It was six. Yeah, anybody. For six? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was six flowering six plants. Six flowering? How many and could you have, like, vegging, and how many babies uh, could you have? Babies unlimited. Babies what unlimited. Wow. Yeah. So you just kind of have to give those away if you decide to have them go into flower? Right. Or you just yeah. grow or, these ginormous plants. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Still, though, anybody can gotcha. do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's because okay, it's just so anyone. You don't even have to have a medical, medical authorization. Wait, hold on. Yeah. In Maine? In Maine. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of been the fun thing about going over these laws because it tells you, like, don't fuck with Idaho. Don't <laughs> fuck with Alabama. Like, there's just some places that I if wish you're I could have been here person, for the Idaho one. I got to tell you a story on that. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these places hey, go ahead, are Go not. ahead, tell that Idaho story. I'm going to run to the bathroom, and then when I get back, we'll go into the actual um, legal side of. What state are we doing? Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. We're going you know, to the actual um, legal side of now Maryland. Now that I think of it, I'm pretty sure my buddy moved from here to Maryland to pursue a medical career. And uh, he's actually doing big moves. He's in a huge facility. Um, and the the laws there are kind of, they, they were going to do only oils at first. And then eventually they allowed flour too and stuff like that. Like it, it's really changed a whole lot um, and rapidly because they're trying to catch up. But it's really big business. And uh, huge facilities. Um, 
it's kind of cool. Mm. They're they're gonna I think when or if they do switch to recreational, it's gonna be really clean and uh, quality. They'll do it the right switch. way. Hopefully, because I think they're they have a really large scale medical situation where the people who are allowed to do it aren't very many, but they're doing it on huge production, mm. and they're basically like. The guy I was talking to, if the, if he, in fact, I'm like 90% sure it's Maryland. But uh, he said they're pretty much, uh, their weed's allocated at this point. So before it even exists, it's allocated to places. Mm. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. And that's, um, that's because the supply is, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she itched her nose and like looked at me. I was like, I got weed on my face. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's because I think that the, uh, they are far and few between, but they do have it down. So the quality is so high that it's already purchased before it's grown. Right. And it and there's just not enough of it to supply. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. But uh, what's up with Idaho? What happened there? <laughs> that place sucks. Guess you get to hear the story. All right. I'm back already. <laughs> It'll be, It's a short story. Okay. So back in medical days, there wasn't a lot of stuff that went over to Eastern Washington. So I made a business for myself. And there was um, seven or eight different products that I drove over to Eastern Washington to Spokane in Spokane Valley. And, you know, stop in Moses Lake, you know, a few different places that I stopped to draw product off. And so one of the places I went to was Eastern Washington Cannabis Club. And so they had waited all day. It was snowing like a son of a bitch. And the guy was really, 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 really sick. And so... After I gave them all the stuff that they had gotten for me, I helped him load it into his car. And, well, Spokane Valley isn't very far from the Idaho border. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they'd been watching him, like, the whole time, watched us load up his car, and it essentially signaled on ahead, and he literally got pulled over on the other side of the Just border. right there. Yeah. Whoa. And oh, he's man. still dealing with that. And it's, God, four years later, now, oh, at least. Damn. Like, oh, God, it, it definitely... Definitely put a big wrench in his game for a moment. Like, you know, what do you do? But a lot, they knew that a lot of the people that were doing the business in Spokane Valley, they knew that those people, most of them lived in Idaho because it, you know, it's a big open area to grow in. Right. You know, so it just, it made sense. But yeah, feel bad for the homie. He's still dealing with that oh, shit. Man. Yeah. I would that say, sucks. yeah, with Idaho, the sucky thing is not only are their laws really strict, but they'll pr- prosecute you to the fullest of yep. those laws. Oh, yeah. It's not like they just have shitty laws and then you get off easy or you get some probation or something. No, they, they're going to Mandatory maximum. Even if you're not from around. Can we pass not that good. one this time? Can we pass that one this way this time? <laughs> I don't know. Please? That's up to, that's up to the No, go right ahead. Left. Go right ahead. Um... So in my position up, is the same in this rotation. Right. It <laughs> doesn't matter. You're right in the middle. So in just pass, do I get Colleen cooties or Nate cooties? Pass, yeah, pass it straight to Cam and make him decide. Right. <laughs> um, in looking up the Baltimore laws and stuff, there are a couple things that I saw. So when um, they legalized it back in 2012 for medical and then they were taking so long to uh, enact the laws. The people. So why did it take so long? In a nutshell, I know that's probably know. a rabbit hole. Oh, dude, law legal systems. I got one word: bureaucracy. Right. Bureaucracy. Money. 
B E E R. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy, right? <laughs> so the people kind of got an uproar after it had been a year, year and a half before any, you know, they saw any movement on it or anything. So the current governor at that time in 2014 decided to decriminalize cannabis up to 10 grams. So if you had 10 grams, it was only a $100 fine and no jail time, right? No, no jail time. It's not yeah, bad. Right there, civil defense. <clears throat> so and that was kind of a reaction to, you know, the, the people going, what the fuck? We voted this shit in. We want medical and you guys are fucking around. It's been two years. Let's do something. So that's when this 10 gram thing came about. And uh, I didn't click on it because I was trying to actually get all the actual laws and everything and I didn't want to fill my brain with just stories but something about a mayor back in the 80s was one of the first ones to bring up cannabis legalization right on. and he really like just and it caused quite an uproar I guess of him saying look we got tons of people going to jail we got you know we you're saying the dare program and just say no and all this crap and it's obviously not working why don't we <laughs> why, you why know legalize marijuana and start using that money tax money towards doing stuff and like he pretty much got like booted out of office you know pretty much after that and really Damn. you know blackballed for being being progressive like that and this was i feel like the number in my head was 86 that, oh, you know what i mean this is a long time ago exactly I now i was like what no the no fuck? no no like then and so it was one of the first Mid-80s. times one of the first times in like um mainstream media that Bring it, cool. Bringing up legalization of cannabis for the tax money to go towards these things. Yeah. Sucks he got vetoed out of the system. Right. But, yeah. Uh, like, still like just a noble. Laughing stock. Like, you fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Legalize all the drugs. Okay. Martyr. <laughs> uh, and then um, something else that's pretty cool that they're still looking into and trying to make sure it works properly because affirmative action is always a real slippery slope and like, you know what I mean? Whatever. But they're trying to make sure that like, I believe it's 10% of the medical marijuana companies are owned by minorities and low income minorities, people who came from low income uh, situations or whatever it is. So that way, because basically, you know, Baltimore is a horrible, horrible city as far as crime and, and stuff like that goes. That's where, the wire was based on and everybody you know so his name just, was kurt so the guy who started this whole thing potentially was kurt, kurt schmoke. schmoke kurt schmoke, kurt schmoke. Kurt that's a great schmoke. name thank you kurt schmoke it was, it was, it was in it was schmoke. in his uh <laughs> it was in his lineage you know so he was the mayor <laughs> of uh, baltimore that's s-c-h M-O-K-E. M-O-K-E. Yeah, no. schmoke. schmoke hey that would be a great catch word yeah, yeah. one Smoking, smoking, just smoking. If I was an L smoke agent, that'd be my name. If I, like, what are you doing in Maryland? Smoking. Damn right. I'm just Kurt smoking. Kurt smoking over here, dude. You gotta put a harder C in there to really send it. Smoking, smoking, smoking. But yeah, so what you over there smoking? They're like the fuck did you say, bro? So I think that the fact that they're adding into legislation that they need uh, to make sure that minorities that were greatly affected <laughs> by the illegalization of cannabis. <laughs> there he is. There he yeah, is. Oh, dude, we got to take a picture of that. <laughs> that wow. nigga wants weed legal. He needs it. 
It's in his smile. The glasses, <laughs> the glasses say business, but the black gentleman says I party. Is that Nancy uh, up in the That guy left did coke though? with Marion Barry for sure. Marion <laughs> Barry, I feel like that's a cereal type or something. Marion Barry is like the, a pie. The mayor of Washington, D.C. that got cut smoking crack with the prostitute. Oh, yeah. Oh, Remember? man. With, yeah. with Baltimore. Reagan up there the in the corner. This, Look at this, you guys. Baltimore and Washington, D.C. are neighbors. That, you know, <laughs> what like, kind of poster know. was that? <laughs> the, 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 I like the needle. <laughs> I what know, the right? fuck is going the on in this poster all of a sudden? There's like needles, drugs, <laughs> marijuana in the corner. Honestly, look at how. And Nancy Reagan, too. Look how large the boar is on that syringe, by the way. I know. I see needles all over my neighborhood. I was just at the <laughs> local park the other day, and I'm telling you, they're not that big. No. <laughs> they're really skinny. They're like, maybe not like from a, experience, but from really experience and looking like at number it. two pencil. Yeah, you could have fucking, <laughs> you, you could have cooked That would have been like all the way through their body's bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Injected a whole turkey with that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Based it up. That's, that yeah. All right. So okay. let's do this. Do you guys let's want bust the, down the okay, walls? So, I wanted to. I wanted to get something else poured over here. All right, yeah, go grab it. You want to do the uh, smoke porter? Or so, like, it, so we also had this other one, laser or... sword over here. We got a little bit of a story what behind is this that, one. An IPA. It, it's like a soft. It's like a pale ale, but it's got. It's like IBUs are low, but it says it's nice and mangoey. Um, I'd rather go with the cascade and mosaic. I go. I'd. I'd. I'd prefer to stay away from the fruitiness with the smoke that we're having personally. All right. Well, sure. honestly, I mean, there's like one little bud left. All right. Well, we so, got some dabs to take. All right. Yeah, all bring right. on the smoked porter. Smoked porter. Let's get baked and smoked. Smoked and portered. I'm gonna need. I'm, I'm gonna need more of this baker's, baker's for this. We got baker's smoked and smoked porter, porter and <laughs> doing it all. Sensing a theme here. All right. So as I said before, less than ten grams, decriminalized, no jail time, hundred dollar fine. But then it's one of those crazy ones. So if you got ten grams. To 50 pounds. I, I, that's a huge jump right there. It's so big. What is, like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Cannabis Laws. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, they were lazy. This is like one of those lazy police. are like, nah, I don't know, like 50 pounds. It's like, like you know, you like said 10 grams. 10 grams. 10 grams. 10 grams. 50 so pounds. how do you measure this in grams? So yeah, what's yeah. like uh, 10 grams is a lot, right? Like, so that's like enough for like the minimum. But like the, like to 50 pounds, <laughs> 50 pounds? like, yeah. you know, like that's a, that's a lot of grams. <laughs> that's a lot of grams in there. 50 pounds. Fuck it. I don't know. Let's prosecute this motherfucker. <laughs> so if you have that less than 50 pounds, then uh, you're looking at a misdemeanor going to jail for up to a year and a thousand dollar fine. Not too bad. Not too crazy. Hopefully you're able to talk it down and be like, nah, man, I was going to smoke on them 47 pounds. That was not for sale. Fuck. And then uh, you got 50 pounds or more and you're looking at a felony with a mandatory minimum of five years. So just like, in case it's you're just wondering, jumping straight to it, that 50 pounds would be 1,400 grams. 1,400 grams. It's a lot That's of grams. That's so many. It's 1, a lot of grams. Yeah, I don't. I mean, 50 pounds. Think. Oh, so okay. So like a pound is kind of like a couch pillow. Right. It's not like a full size pillow. But it's like a couch pillow. <laughs> it's like yeah, a we're couch pillow. Yeah, whole couch. like the throw the throw type pillow. Yeah, That's throw exactly like the one what behind it looks you. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a, like a regular yeah. ass couch pillow, like IKEA status, whatever. <laughs> so, I, yeah, 50 I, I, so fifty of those. So fifty of those. 
Yeah, it's like a pickup truck. You need at least a pickup truck, or maybe like one of a those van. little U-Haul ones, like the attached to your back. Tr- there you go. Yeah, there you can have a trailer. Yeah, yeah, fifty pounds a lot. <laughs> it you is. You can fit like fifteen pounds easily in a trunk. So you gotta, <laughs> that's easy. Man, if you get busted, I guess you better hope you have a whole lot on you. At least it makes it. Yeah, you, it, like I guess. Right. you better. If you're going, if you're <laughs> gonna, if you're, if you're smoking gonna, more than ten grams, you better just fucking just smoke get 50, 50, pounds fifty pounds. On you. Right. Just have it on you. If you were no. going to plan on buying a quarter pound, just <laughs> not, go ahead and not buy 50. 50. We're like talking 50 more like 49, pounds. maybe even 49 and three quarters. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Smoke the first you know, quarter ounce right there on right. the spot just to make Whoa. sure it's good with have your dealer. Have you, you, you tried this? I tasted it here. Cheers. Just because oh, I had cotton chain. mouth, I didn't realize. I didn't know. Uh, uh, it's serious. Uh, uh. It's real deal. Tastes like a campfire in my mouth. Campfire oh, in my man. mouth. All right. Smells like a campfire in my nose. It's leathery. Smoked porter from Alaskan Brewery. Gold medal beer. Yeah, this is old school. It's old school. Very this is a 2008 leathery. edition. 18 edition. Mm. 2018 edition. This guy took all the stuff off the Whoa. screen. Mm. So it was a uh, $100,000 fine with yeah. that mandatory minimum Whoa, of five it finishes years. really... Isn't that crazy? Like it sm- like it's, it's, it's got like smoked. It's got. It's, it's got like, like smoked. It's got like smoked salmon like finish. Oh my gosh! I've been thinking. Anytime I hear smoked, I think salmon. So I was gonna ask. You try? Yeah, if it tastes like smoked. Salmon. I, I feel like that would be amazing. Is like uh, it's a smoked salmon finish, or like a recipe, like a, like a beer recipe. That's weird, isn't it? Very I can smoky. totally see what he's saying. Yeah, and it is very smoky. Like, I actually like, kind of like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like let it let it kind of like I don't know the lingering lingeringness yes. is oh, even more that. salmony and smoky. Yeah, like I I can Dark it's almost like I can smell body. it. Mm-hmm. Pronounced smoky flavor for sure. So are they adding smoke to it? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, liquid smoke is in this. No, <laughs> <laughs> they probably smoke the uh, malts. Oh, it says right here the commercial smoker used local alderwood. Okay. Uh, oh, yep. Select like malts are smoked in small batches. Interesting. Wow. Well, dang. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, smoky is shit. really common for drinks as far as cocktails and beer goes. Uh, we even have like a whole cocktail section called Smoky. Uh, oh. So you are you familiar with mezcal? Yep. Uh, mm. It's a type of like tequila, basically. Right. But it's smoked. They smoke okay. the agave in like pits in the ground. Got you. And uh, same yeah. thing with uh, scotch. Interesting. It's very smoky. Not all of it is smoky, but a lot of it is, and they smoke the peat. And peat's like the same stuff that you'd buy to grow weed. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, which is it's kind of rough because it's a limited supply. It takes thousands of years to accumulate. That's pretty cool. Probably pretty expensive, too. Peat? No, cheap as fuck. No, no, no. I mean... Scotch? Yeah. 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 All right, Mezcal so ranges in prices. If you get caught smoking weed in public, that's a $500 fine. Fuck. And now we got with intent to distribute. So after you get caught with uh, 10 grams to 50 pounds one time, then it automatically bumps up to that 50 pounds or more. So you, if you get caught second or third time, then it is the felony with the mandatory minimum of five years. Yikes. And then if you get caught with the intent to distribute, which is also how they round up to... Um, so I guess, actually, you know what? I'm wrong. It doesn't make it a mandatory minimum of five years it just makes it up to five years yeah on okay, the gotcha. second offense of getting caught with less than 50 pounds gotcha. did i say all that mm, correctly i heard it okay and then and so because when you get caught with the second time then they feel that you have the intent to distribute 
is why uh, that is. Makes okay. sense. If you get caught with like 50 pounds more than once, they're like, dude, you are selling this shit. <laughs> you are not smoking all that yourself. Right. So that's why if it's less than 50 pounds, it's a felony, five years, $1,500, $1,500, fine. And then 50 pounds or more, <clears throat> or the second time you get caught with less than 50 pounds, then that with the intent to sell, then that's when you're looking at the intent to distribute five-year mandatory minimum. Again, $15,000 fine. More than 50, 50 pounds, and you see in parentheses here, it says drug kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you want to be that guy of Maryland. That's uh, that's yeah. That's what you're aiming for, that is right? Legit, right? Yeah, I mean, wow. like, if you're gonna go down, be him. That's like the TV drug show, The Wire. Yeah, dude. You know, it's like straight up mandatory minimum. Yeah, twenty year mandatory. If you're the, if you're the drug kingpin, <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. And I'm gonna have you scroll down so because oh, we have uh, we have the description of drug pin, drug kingpin. Oh, nice. please, please. Pretty very close to the bottom. Is where it's at. Man, I'm thinking of Spider Man. I know. I like that or like Daredevil. Yeah. Both Kingpin is heavily featured. Yes. Damn it. Okay, it's got to be right there oh. somewhere. Go up more. Oh no. Where is it? We scrolled past it apparently. Miscellaneous. All right. All right. There it is. Any offender convicted of being a drug king, <laughs> drug kingpin. Who dealt in more than fifty pounds of marijuana gets twenty years, but it said something about what makes it's like if you sell fifty pounds of marijuana. Yeah, it said it. I fucking swear I saw it somewhere. Trafficking, Trafficking maybe. cultivation, sells as a kingpin. <laughs> if an individual is found to be a drug pingpin, an organizer, supervisor, financier, or manager who acts as a co-conspirator in a conspiracy to do above said things, transport, or bring into the state a controlled dangerous substance, that's a drug kingpin. And well, it's and, and dealt with fifty pounds of marijuana, and they are guilty of a felony right, yeah, and subject to imprisonment. I'm saying those are the things that and, make you be a drug. No, 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 no. And dealt fifty pounds of marijuana is the that's, is the last thing that makes right, you a drug kingpin. But that's that's for this law. That doesn't make you a drug kingpin. No, no, no. And that's like, what'll give you that drug kingpin. So that's what makes you. That's what that's what right. gets you in that bracket. Put you in that bracket is oh. those things in the parentheses, and then. You did all of those things, and you had fifty pounds of marijuana. Get you this? Thing. Yes, twenty but years. The of and not fifty pounds of marijuana doesn't make you the drug no. kingpin. Right. The drug kingpin. Without possibility of parole. Right. I want. I mean, like, who's not to exceed shit? forty years? They're like they're old like, white dudes who are yeah, scared of like, black kingpins. They're like, you think? <laughs> yeah, they're like, he was clearly the kingpin. What are we gonna exactly. do? Exactly. <laughs> we want to lock him away for life. How can we? I have a friend who was tried for um, conspiracy <laughs> to what was it? To lead organized crime, Woo. because he conspiracy was conspiracy to lead. Yeah, because he was because everybody else snitched and said he was the one with all the ideas and was telling them all what to do. Oh wow, sort of like some yep. fucking uh, Mas Manson shit. Right, like, like he didn't kill anybody, but he definitely brainwashed some motherfuckers <laughs> to do it. Right, it that's was, my favorite stories. It was right when uh, the ones where they get brainwashed. Yeah, it's it good. was right when you know the credit card <laughs> scams. 
it was probably like in the year 2000, maybe even the late 90s, when the credit card scams first started being able to be done because of the internet and shit. He was, he, was he would literally just go and try to get a credit card in somebody else's name, and they would tell him the information he was missing. And he'd go get the information, go to a different bank, and <laughs> give him that information. Uh, wow. <laughs> Straight up. Give like, them do the work for him. Exactly. He, and then he got caught. He that guy he almost got kicked out of the whole state for a while for being a public nuisance. <laughs> public nuisance, man. That reminds me of my. I had kid. like a high school records as dangerous to others. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my parents were so mad. They're like, "How did he get that? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> dangerous to others? Like, what is he doing?" <laughs> All right, so now we're past the drug kingpin, which is going to get you a twenty-year mandatory minimum. Twenty years, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Dollar fine. That's you a, sold fifty pounds, motherfucker. You going it for twenty at least? Weed, but you were doing some other illicit. Yeah, you was too, doing. You was you was trafficking it too. And then if you're in a school vehicle. <laughs> so if you're driving the kids home on the what? bus, yeah. If you're in a school vehicle, if you're in a school vehicle, this is like strictly for bus drivers, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how corrupt that city or, is. Or or a teacher, you know, just like driving it, buses? driving it. I don't know, like Barrel, driving, ba- all I can think is buses. I guess I, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I think of yeah. I um, guess Otto from The Simpsons was totally high. I think high of using. I think of movies. It's probably like a cargo pocket so, with, with at least fifty pounds in it. He's <laughs> <laughs> got Hermione's ever-ending purse. Um, I think of using the student student driver car to do drug deals. <laughs> it's like the, it's like riding like around like hey hey. We're going to take a left over here. All right, y'all just wait in the car. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, no, no. You're just passing it off as, as they walk out the door. It's like, People yeah. just running up to the car. You got the, you're in the side thing. You're just holding your foot on the brake. That'd be the way, though. <laughs> as the teacher. You just, you just buy yourself like a short bus and just like cruise around, you know, pick up people for a moment. Like, hey, come out with like a limp. Right, you know, and Ooh, like just have a heavy you know what I saw come out one to my time. car. One time I'm get sitting it down, I'll drop you off in like twenty minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's somebody had it. That's better than the ice cream truck. I'm sitting at the right? intersection in Seattle, and the light is green for people to be walking in front of me. You know, in the crosswalk, and there's two dudes walking towards each other. One guy looks 100. percent I don't want to be racist, but Arabian or whatever that wears a turban. He's wearing a turban. And they meet in the middle of the intersection. Him and this just scraggly looking crackhead white dude. They meet in the middle of the intersection, do the handoff. The guy in the turban walks about three more steps to where the crackhead is now walking the other way behind him. And so now there's about six feet between them. Uh And he kind of does a duck down turnaround and takes the turban off, sticks it in his back pocket. And he's just a regular ass black dude now walking the same way as the crackhead. Like this dude changed people He's about in to go, front wow. of my eyes. <laughs> like he went from straight Arabian looking because he was just just copper enough color to be like you know, I'm black. You know, like he was walking one way and if you didn't see him do that little duck and turn and take it off, you would have not have known that was the same dude. Wow. But oh, I wow. just happened to be with That's the first powerful. car and just watched it happen right in front of me because <laughs> I see drug deals happening on the streets because I'm tuned into that shit. You know, just <laughs> right? in case I ever oh, got to go sure. back to singing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you're tuned in, you can't tune you know? out. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like I just saw, I was like, babe, yeah. did you see that? And she's just like zoned Oblivious, out on Facebook right? or whatever. I was like, I was like, did you see that? That dude just yeah. just totally incognito these motherfuckers. And she was like, what are you talking about, you high ass motherfucker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate, shut up. Get us to the Seattle Center. Right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. that was a great one. Oh. So that dude was a kingpin, right? Yeah, he was. <laughs> well, you know, he was hot. He, he was undercover, at least. Right. He's about to go crack that fucking crackhead up. Oh, man, it was great. Man, made me want to get a turban. <laughs> um, so yeah, now yeah, we're at Dude, you can totally do it. Yeah. And then you just have to have like a uh, like a Hawaiian shirt that you could put on real quick. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Like tucked into your turban. Like your your tur- tur- you got to have your yeah. turban. Like it's got to be an inside out turban. Into it. Well, yeah. Whip it, you, uh, whip it out. It's like turn on a fucking t-shirt, dude. There you go. Put it on. Yeah. No Hawaiian <laughs> turban shirt. That's some stealthy. I bet the CIA has got those already. I bet they do. <laughs> you know they do. Yeah. That was like James Bond's first kid. <laughs> if not we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that on a t-shirt oh man so <laughs> if you're in a, yeah so if you're in this school vehicle <laughs> you're slinging weeds or within 1,000 feet of a school well, if you're caught with it if you if you get caught with weed in your pocket in a school inside of a school vehicle yeah that's that that's too. how i'm interpreting that one where's the okay. little hashtag on what the fuck school vehicle implies <laughs> in anything a, yeah anything in like you're a teacher with some weed in your pocket and you're driving the kids or you're you're in a School, school, school district, whatever. I don't even know. Authorized. Just vehicle. don't do it. Don't be school. in a school vehicle. Yeah, keep that yeah. shit in your shit desk. In your regular car. <laughs> uh, that's a felony. Twenty up to twenty years in jail with a twenty thousand dollar fine. That's God. big time. Like you're a kindergarten teacher, like Kenny on half day. Man, you're gonna be with the kingpin now too. I and know. Now here you are, stoned and fucking in jail, yeah, talking sad. about fish. What do you fish, do? What do you do? I'm transporting fish. this. I'm transporting this vehicle full of kids. <laughs> um, your subsequent subsequent violations. So once you start getting caught more and more with weed, then it's mandatory minimum five years and up to forty years, depending on how many times you get caught. And then if it's involving a minor, you're looking at that twenty years again, just like in the school vehicle or in school. Um. So then we're up to trafficking. So that's when we get into the kilos. That's when we get into people who are bringing it up from Florida, heading oh. on to New York, heading on to New Jersey. We're not going to. That's not... exactly what I picture that I, what is it, I-95 South, whatever that is. That it's goes so up weird the to East go Coast, from like 50 pounds you know? to kilograms. Right. Like, what the and they're fuck? not even getting that as, as much time, nor is their fine as much Kilograms, as Mr. Kingpin no, like dude. Right. I know. Kingpins. 45, okay, so... How much is 45 kilograms compared to 50 pounds? Um, well, a kilogram uh, is like it is, yeah, kilogram, kilogram more relatable to an ounce. It's going to be ninety. Is more one hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Yeah, forty-five Not, kilograms is ten years. Ninety-nine so, pounds of weed on the wall. <laughs> pounds of weed. Yeah, so but, fifty pounds if you're a black dude in Baltimore <laughs> gets you twenty years mandatory minimum. Ninety-nine pounds if you're a white dude driving a semi <laughs> gets you ten years. At the most. At the even, most. And not yeah. even mandatory minimum. Exactly. That's how they wrote these laws. But hey, that's just me. Inter- hey. That's how I interpret these laws, I should say. More than five, less than 45 <laughs> kilograms. Somewhere between five and 45 kilograms. So that's between 10 and 100 pounds. Why basically. did they change it up from pounds to kilograms? 
Like, weren't know. we doing pounds earlier? Yeah. Because like, it's, it's interstate from, uh, trafficking. Yeah, because it's probably from, like, Florida, so they, they weigh it out in Cuba. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like that, it's that fire I Cuba Mex- weed. Mexico and, yeah. and, you know, like, uh, I wonder if trafficking Canada. <laughs> really, anybody, anywhere else but America that you're I, trafficking weed from. Yeah. So, like, True that. kilograms, yeah. They probably were being racist <laughs> these laws, and they're like, they won't understand pounds. I wonder if trafficking has to do with state lines. That I bet. Uh, if we scroll down, we are right on the ocean down to where it's there, right? trafficking on the details. Paraphernalia. Didn't we get one of those? No. Nope. Says thought... it was rush hour and you were stuck at a red light. <laughs> Busted. My dealer was in the bus. Oh, it wasn't the school bus. I yeah. I couldn't help but walk up to him and yep. and get over my state knee. lines. If you're bringing it into the state, all right, then they are guilty of a felony. I wonder how not you get to pay that years. off. Does that just go to like a collection agency? And after seven years, you're like, you just don't worry about it no more. Uh, probably not. Or, <laughs> um, or just, like traffic fine? Or no, you'll go to jail if you don't pay it. So, and then you start earning, but you already you, go, then, you've already gone to jail, right? And, and now you, you can't earn any money if you go to then it's X amount of dollars per day comes <laughs> off, and you work and only make like 40 cents an so hour. So, you're like in there making goes, like license plates to try to pay off your fifty thousand dollars. That, yeah, by the time you get out, you still owe forty nine thousand dollars and, <laughs> and tables, yeah. Like right now, we're putting so right now, my stepson is making like 60 cents an hour doing whatever the hell for the state. And he owes like forty five thousand dollars for his fines. Wow! And so we're having, and so we're just putting a hundred bucks on it every month because we know what's he gonna do. He has fifteen years in prison, and he's gonna come out with a fifty thousand dollar fine after fifteen years. Of so being how in do prison. you pay that off? And like, how do you set up? You set up like a payment plan, and you own well, like we a car just, payment we just every have month. A, we have an a, a address that we or a phone. Not number you, that, oh. but like, let's say now it's fifteen years. Your time mm-hmm. is up. But you still owe us all this money. You're a probation f- officer and all that stuff because you're on probation. You have to like set up payments. Yep. And, okay. They garnish yep. your wages? Yep. Probably. Fuck. Yep. Yeah. Don't all your taxes are garnished. Are yeah. Garnished. yeah, no tax garnished. returns. Yeah. <clears throat> all that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get a crazy. tax return anymore. It fucking sucks. All right. Possessing a firearm while trafficking will give you the five-year mandatory minimum. Oh, wait. 40 kilograms or more gives you 25 years with a $50,000 fine. And then if you have a firearm while doing any of this, you get a five-year mandatory minimum. Um, Let's see here. Take all the dabs, Colleen. You Cultivation. Want, oh, yeah. oh, fuck. Thank I you. forgot we had the email. Yeah, yeah you could God. just in the email right fuck. now, you guys. <laughs> He's so angry That's why I wanted himself. it here so I could take seventeen dabs. I was I was just like I I like I so used I to be like man totally, dabs blocked. are work on the podcast. That's, that's what it is. It's just it's blocked. We well, can't and I'm thinking over here. It. I'm like this is the last of the weed. This little half size blunt. <laughs> we should have loaded that shit Barbie up with dabs. It's like a doll, like a dollhouse blunt. <laughs> I was wondering if I should have bought the quarter this time. Maybe I think this would have been the one to buy the quarter for. Maybe it's not okay. the maybe not the Slimer. We can review this weed, and if we need more time, I just have like a fucking grip of new weed over here. Sure, you yeah. smoke that Tina. Y'all smoke Tina from fucking Green and Gold. I have. Oh wait, 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 wait! I've smoked the pre roll. Not the not the fucking thing. What is crack, it? Like, crack tell me about jar. it. Uh, Chocolate Tina and uh, or no, what is it? It's um, no, it's uh, Constantine, Constantine and Triple G. Is that right? Oh, there it is. Is it Constantine and Triple OG? Uh, yes. Okay. There it is. It's good. It's from uh, Exotic Genetics. Okay. 
they've dropped a whole bunch of new, new genetics. New stuff. Yeah, their mm-hmm. whole seed catalog just got blown up. Um, Man. A whole bunch of new crosses. I think they cross like fucking everything with uh, strawberries and cream. Mm. Yeah, oh, this li- resonated the whole mouthpiece of the bong. I took a, took a big fat dab. Oh man, I'm excited. That's cool. <laughs> so we're down to just paraphernalia. Nothing too big on here. Uh, no, no, no uh, offensive possession of drug paraphernalia. Sorry, I'm trying to talk with his dab is enveloping his my ass. brain. <laughs> no, 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 no worry about the paraphernalia, y'all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's good. No zeros. This ain't no worry. Be All happy. All zeros across the board on that one for money and time in jail. <laughs> Hakuna, across the board. Hakuna Matata here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a weed pipe, you had a dab rig, you're good. But if uh, you're trying to sell that shit, advertise it. You're going to get a $500 fine. So no commercials for drug pipes. Damn. They're like, <laughs> they're, they're like, they're like, hey, man, you got a pipe in your pocket? You're like, like, no. Yeah? They're like, huh, give you 100 bucks for it. <laughs> they're like, for this Ooh, pipe right here. For this pipe? I paid, I paid like 20 bucks and it's all full of resin. Why would you want it for 100 I'll give you $100. You sell it to him. And then he just turns around, straight, takes his turban off, and fucking busts you. Five hundred dollar fine, yeah. busted. But I feel like sell... if somebody offered me a hundred bucks for a glass pipe, it would get me thinking that it was worth like five hundred. <coughs> probably fuck up my brain. I'm like, no. Now I'm gonna look it up. It's in like, the no, I got to go home and right. do some research. Yeah, I got to consult the Ebay's. Get caught with a weed pipe twice, though, and you can do it. You can do up to two years. Two years for having a weed pipe twice? Uh, maybe selling or advertising. I don't know which one of the subsequent violation Could applies to. Could you imagine to. that happens in like two days? <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that, you, got, you got duped by two Didn't turban heads. yesterday? <laughs> They're just like waiting outside to see if you see, put a new pipe in your pocket. This one's kind of crazy though. Selling to a minor who is at least three years younger than you? Eight years. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> So it'd be would it be from like the age of eighteen and three years under fifteen? I'm gonna do yeah. that. Is that right? All right. That right? Wait, what so if uh, what if a seventeen, 17 year old to twenty, and then you're yeah you're twenty. That's that's yeah. about the extent three of it right years. there. Same, same thing, yeah. And then uh, check possession. IDs. Drug dealers check IDs. Yeah, if you're not checking, <laughs> sounds if you're not checking IDs on those on those, you know, when they're buying a pipe. When they're buying your pipes for the second time, sixteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> turban-wearing pipe buyers. These kids, I thought they were just scraping resin. Oh my! And that's Maryland, y'all. <laughs> you know? Well, shit. Anybody like have shit. Uh, anybody have any comments on how they feel on this uh, skunk GMO? Oh how man, I feel doing? so good. It makes me happy, and it makes my body feel good. I really, really enjoy this strain. Yeah, I think the chem really comes through. I mean, it's chem chem with some cooks, right? Mm-hmm. So it, I think it comes through as a. I mean, that's why I like chem dog. Because for me, like, I'm kind of a. Uh, what am I? Um, this is as sativa as it'll get for you. This is like happy. my favorite smoke. I just it's like a positive vibe. It just makes me feel like yeah. happy or like like uh I'm trying to think of the word. When I sell chem dog strains and this this weed that feels this way, I tell people it makes you feel like it's a sunny day even when it's raining out. That's a that's, great way that's to kind describe of the way it. I describe it to people. And they're like, I love feeling like that. And I was like, Well then you're gonna like this weed. 
Yeah, it's a, it's like a mood amplifier. <laughs> my my. It is Cam's always burning hot. himself on this right hot iron over here. All right. I can't believe that little tiny blunt made it all the way around. Do you feel like there's any kind of uh, notion that girls can't keep up with guys when it comes to smoking? <laughs> no, not of course a, I mean, not. I mean, well. Or even I think peop- it's pretty presumptuous for I say, do yeah. people even like I don't I don't know if that's necessarily a stigma anymore. I, feel, I do I feel don't, like you know, sometimes I still think sometimes I get people who look at me to like co sign what the female bud tender is saying. Here's what I'll say about that. Anybody wait, 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 hold on. What do you mean? Like like a dude will be talking to the girl about weed and she'll be like, Oh no, this is fire, this shit fucks me up. And then they'll kind of look at me and be like, Oh, to kind of get your approval. Fire? Is this shit yeah. fire for real? Like, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. Right. All right, yeah, I'll get that then. You know and what I mean? That like, bothers me. I see that happen a lot. And in particularly, yes, right. I, I don't see that happen a lot with guys so much in general. In general, it does happen with females. It's something that, um, you know, even where I'm at now, the, the girl that works there, it happens with sometimes. And, you know, she gets pretty frustrated by it. Uh, is she new? No, no, she's not. Okay, and so I would so, say with anybody new, then that's yes. a safe. That's a safe thing to be like. Uh, I've had yeah. positive right. if, recommendations. If, like if this is a place that you've yeah. been shopping at for a while, and all of a sudden that's a bummer. New, yeah, I, I will male say, or female, yeah. you want the second opinion of exactly. somebody who you recognize. And that I don't. You know, I'm not. That's right. just going to happen. That's exactly. just part of the break-in process. You well, know, you can <laughs> feel that vibe of them not like trusting the person they're talking to based on. Something right. stupid preconceived that they have in their own yeah, minds. Absolutely. Do you, do you think that there is a? Um, do you find that men or like I'm asking all all of us as butt tenders? Do you find that there's a natural um, like that the male or female gravitate towards different kind of smokes? Hmm. I I don't I'm I don't because like, sometimes I, don't think, sometimes I, don't, I feel like the super intense weed that I crave isn't necessarily the first choice for a lot of females, and I feel like that might be a concern if I'm going in like you mentioned right off the bat you like Durban Poison and Alcapulco Gold, and that might be because partly your generation, and then partly because you really like that sativa and that upbeat buzz and you know like you said you like to you like to uh, dab while you're cooking. If I'm cooking, I'm not trying to smoke Kush because halfway through the shit, I'm going to be spent on my fucking whatever the fuck I had satellite to the to the cooking. And so I think that um, maybe I just like assume that men are seeking a, a like more kick in the head, like you think, heavy smoke. Do you think not, it's a- and, like I've met females that also just like are all about Kush. And sure. I see and, more of that than I do. So do you think okay. that it's more of a personality type then? Do you think that it comes down to like, uh, it's not necessarily like a okay, gender I can specific. I speak but, for myself, sure. but definitely. I mean, like here I am sitting here. I'm not quite sitting still. I'm never sitting still. People that know me will verify I rarely am sitting still. Sure. And so, but I also have to say, and this is the one thing that is good about me, indicas do the same thing. So if an indica actually puts me down to relax, that's when I pay attention to that particular indica. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I mean, we could go down rabbit holes and cannabinoids and terpenes and all of that, you know, going along with it. But just in a general sense, it's a rarity that we doesn't do just like what this right now is doing to me. Yeah, I get that. 
I totally get that. And I think that, like, I th- I've learned that it is more of a personality. I think, well, I think even, like, the way that Nate smokes. Nate smokes for the uh, the occasion, as he's uh, as he said. And so that right. means that he kind of, you know, he smokes the sativa for whenever he needs to go up or more or less more of the sativa hybrid whenever he needs to do kind of the, the activities he needs to do or the indica hybrid or the just straight indica to go to sleep. Um, I think that that is something that a lot of us even do as connoisseurs, but on, on the day-to-day basis... I think the personality that smokes specifically one strain or the other, uh, it may. Do you think that, that might be more indicative of their of their like everyday activities? I we'll guess. See. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that as one option, definitely. Because I think that a lot of even even some of the bartenders that uh, we've got at Coachman's, a lot of them have like I only smoke indicas, and female, male doesn't really matter. Like a lot of them only smoke indicas, and that's in they. Uh, I would say the main culprit behind that is uh, anxiety. I was going to say, I smoke mostly for like kind of a mood stabilizer, sure. I guess would be the best way to sum it up. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, whereas like the sativas are not going to stabilize my mood. And I like to be like, I'm kind of, mm. um, I find my brain is very cutthroat naturally. Whereas if I'm high, it like kind of sets me back. So sure. I, I feel like Gives I'm- that introspection I'm, maybe a little bit? Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm knocked off like this pedestal, so to speak, so that I kind of see everybody as equal. And I, and I'm not not that I like look down on people necessarily or anything like that, but it's just like I I um I have a hard time accepting people don't look at like the world like I do. Whereas when I'm high, I'm just like, oh whatever. I just like you know it's whatever. Kind of like being self aware. Yeah, you again, do, it's, it's you. an introspection. I'm high as fuck, man. I can't talk <laughs> shit. Like I'm stone to the gills, brother. Right. It's kind of maintain as like even even still, I think what it's like just keeping that you know um, that self check as well. Maybe it's ego a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's probably a lot of it, you know, ego and just I don't know, like I guess like I run on um my brain runs on high. Yeah. So when I get high, it kind of slows it all down. It's like uh get like in a better idle mode. It's like when your car's running to re- revving too high and mm-hmm. you're like you get it tuned up and all of a sudden it idles at that perfect purr. Yep. I feel like that's how like being really high for me is. I get that. Oh, yeah. So yeah just, I definitely I'm really focused like on whatever it is that I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I maybe, feel like I, I work better. Sometimes it's like we, we don't get high at work. So I will go literally, I wake up in the morning, I don't get high because I'm going right to work. Okay. So I don't get high until my whole day is over. And by the time, usually I hit a wall right about seven o'clock where I just, my brain is having a harder time function. And then I'll get home and I'll be texting my boss some dumb shit just because now everything that I fucking remembered that I should have remembered <laughs> when I was at work is now spilling. Over, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. So, you know, it's like I, I feel in that scenario for me personally, not everybody's like that. Like having been in the medical side, we were allowed Right. To be high. I was just going to say that. And let me tell you, man, mm. most of those people shouldn't have been doing that, in yeah. my opinion. It's <laughs> because it was just, yeah. There were the it, few it was of us kind of a that, bad that's, that's a, for a story for another day, you know? I mean, it's just yeah. like it just wasn't. Yeah, there's totally. When, like when we worked at the market <laughs> and there was 50 different people in there selling weed, you know, because right. multiple people at a booth or whatever, 30 different booths, totally about 50 different people sm- selling weed. And of all those people, there was people that could smoke all day long and maintain yep. and be good and edibles and everything like that. 
and then there was ones that you dabbed them out, and they're all sitting, <laughs> sitting behind their booth, uh-huh. nodding and looking like, like they're on heroin down home. there. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's very, there, yeah. it is few and far between the people that can, you know, smoke heavy and and stay on their job. Agreed. I would say maybe have that cannabinoid tolerance. I uh, maybe they, maybe they've built that. And would so you that, say? Yeah, I, I definitely and, and, I, I agree with that. Smoking for so Fully. long that you've been stoned it's in part of your most, DNA. right and you've <laughs> been stoned in most scenarios to where sure. being high in this scenario isn't as overwhelming because yeah. it's like bruh i've done this high three times already like interacting with the cops is like one of the ones it's oh, like man. i don't know for whatever reason it's like fucking we're on it i guess but yeah. i'm like i'm high all the time but being honest, interacting with the cops really <laughs> it's a challenge to perfect the high you need to go into a job interview. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Here's the thing. You can't ever let them see you sober, sober then. Not, no. not no. once. Not once. If you plan on being high every day like I do. Right. Yes. So, exactly. So the job interview, you have to be high enough to fucking nail it. Nail that shit. Just be tuned in. Tuned in. Yeah. But not, not so high scattered. that it's real apparent. That's, yeah, that you're spaced yeah. out or anything yeah, like it's, that. You it's, can't it's, oh that's a scattered fucking and blabbery and like you gotta you gotta you gotta smoke just you gotta, enough. You gotta smoke your favorite Kush. Yeah. And then, but not too much of it. You gotta pick the right strain. Like, I could smoke this. I yeah. Could do this I could one. smoke this yeah. one. Because of that perfect hybrid. They're yeah. like, this guy's really jolly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> do you we know this guy on the team. Him. This guy will be great on the team. Right. right? And then he gets a hold of the wedding cake and goes right back to this, like, man, fuck <laughs> off, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we just got a, a couple more questions for you, and then we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this bad boy up. We're at about a two-hour mark now, so here we go. So um, have you tried any of the female-specific products like uh, Moon Cycle or any of those topicals, any of the suppositories or anything like that, anything for any, anything along those lines? So and- I haven't on the recreational side, which is an unfortunate thing. Um, but, uh, it was, I think it's called Canna Basics, I believe that was on the medical side and they are also in, I don't know if they're in rec stores, but you can find them like at Whole Foods. Yeah. Canna Basics. <laughs> That's not them. I think, no, mm. but it's, so anyway, it's a topical company okay. and those really work like the massage oils worked really, really well. Um, they had a and female a cycle. Yeah, just gonna they ask. had one that was for uh, um, cramps and stuff. Right. And so I would think, and it's the one company that I've gotten a lot of feedback from is Ceres. They have a really good moon cycle that works really, 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 really well. Oh, yep. I'm familiar with that product. Yeah, yep. the moon cycle. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's what I was topical. wondering if you've tried that. One of the things that I have... I've- so I, I here okay. So I've got a question. Moon cycle, maybe specifically. Um, I've got a, like even just being like maybe more of a fitness kind of uh, oriented person at one point in time mm-hmm. in my life. But uh, proprietary blends and things kind of like this turn me off directly when it comes to a specific product. Like a lot of transparency from these companies. And so when it comes to these companies that are putting in like St. John's Words or Saint or these other like you know Ginkgo Biloba, yeah, the like these these, different, these different things like that are is it like what amount of this is it going is going into this product because I'm just kind of curious to know because over the counter when you're actually going to be doing these products it's in a okay, lot so, of amounts. Yeah, I can answer that question because one of my little side hobbies is a lot of herbal medicine. Sure, and it's a very very good question to bring up 
because they also have those not just in their topicals. Mm-hmm. There are some by the same company that they do the tinctures. Yeah. Right. Those particularly like St. Saint John's wort, Valerian, which yep. I do believe those two are used in some of their stuff. Yeah. Those can interact with medications that you're taking. Absolutely. Especially like, uh, like birth control even, and stuff like yeah, that. Even in, because, you know, all right, this is a question that I have asked. The answer was that because it was in such micro amounts that it wouldn't make a difference. So then, but not everybody is the same. Sure. So just because everybody else here that worked on in whatever study that they couldn't produce to me, um, that one person though still might have a problem with it. So as far as topically, no, because this stuff isn't going to get into your bloodstream, it will be fine, but you shouldn't be eating it if you're taking you know, certain uh, drugs. Certain other sure. medications. Yeah. So you you got to make sure you check the background on it, make sure exactly. they don't mix it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if this had like some sort of transdermal in it to where like it's the, going like, to... Uh, then yeah, you I you still really need to give them that what, warning. What do they call that? The uh, emu oil, the uh, that's the, like their structure of emu kind oil. Of common one that's more on the natural side. There is right. more no, aggressive I'm ones, like the kind like that were popular in uh, medical days. I don't know if those are approved for recreation. I want to say flow actually has. Kind of well, no, that, that's emu oil. I think that some of those, but can like be the kind patches, like yeah. patches. But you know, these guys they have tinctures that match. A lot of their right. topicals. Sure. And I guess, so if it's such <laughs> micro dose, mi- micro amounts of doses mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the fact that it could, interfere with, gotcha. it, couldn't, it could interfere with potentially just someone's biochemistry and mm-hmm. the way that they're taking some medications and stuff like that. But what about just in general, the uh, benefit of those uh, herbal concoctions? Oh, yeah. Like, is, is that, it, do you think that that is actually present in some of these tinctures? Or do you think that that's something that's, again, proprietary brand, blend a little bit more on the lower scale of uh, maybe potentially not being so infused enough to make a big difference. Yeah, in are it. you asking, is it a gimmick or is this a real, yeah. Like, well, well honestly, I, I, I don't believe, I don't believe that it's not necessarily in there, but I'm, I'm wondering how right. much of this product is, is in there. Is it enough to make a difference? Or are you just putting, right. putting it in there to be able to, yeah. Like Say people that it's who put in organic there. on the, on the package because they have 10% of what they put in there is organic. So they're allowed right. to do that. Whatever sure. That and I, I, you know, the, with that being said, I don't know how much validity I put into it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that there isn't any studies that have been done on this particular company there couldn't possibly be they haven't been around for years and years Mm -hmm. and years and years and if there was something you would think that they might have that posted on there so you know in my mind it's a lot of the hey so and so hey try this shit out would you try this shit out tell me how you you, here's what i'm going for so you put this predisposed yeah that's what i mean into their mind of how it's gonna work i think if this was all on lock the vape cartridges wouldn't be killing anybody and i know a lot of that's like black market but there's still on the market in some places that vitamin e acetate which they know is fucking people up sure so like if we knew exactly what was good and not good for people Mm because we had these double blind studies and all this kind of shit yeah but it doesn't it doesn't exist so you are kind of being a guinea pig Mm -hmm. at a a point yeah we are agreed all right so uh what over the years, I guess, because you've been in the industry for so long, what has your family thought about you being in the cannabis industry from, <laughs> you know, whatever age you started out? You say that your parents grew, then they switched over and flipped the hole flipped to the, the other script. way. And then... I'm so, the black sheep. Like, okay. I honestly, to keeping it 100, I, I've only spoken to my 
now mom and dad for the first time in 10 years a year ago. And then now we haven't spoken again now that they know exactly what I do. I haven't spoken to them since July. And that was based Uh, on just your lifestyle you chose to have? Yeah, and it's always been that way. It hasn't mattered what it was that I did. It was never... Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have brothers. um, And same thing. You know, everybody's conservative Christians, which... Conservative okay. Christian people out there have nothing against y'all. Yeah. I know. In this particular case, they have everything against me. So, right. I don't know if you I know, jump on it that. is what it is. You happen to be the ones judging. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, but as far as like my my kids go, I'm the cool fucking mom when they right. were in, you know, it's like, oh my God, what's, well, what? so what do your parents do for a yeah. living? Oh, yeah. Well, my mom, well, she sold weed and then she sold weed legally. Well, right. okay. So, yeah, like, so. one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately, and maybe this is just, uh, premature thoughts anyways but like you know all, all the stories you hear from let's just say old people um i'm not saying that in, in a bad way but like like in a way that's like like they have lots of stories to tell and lots of stories that grab your attention in a certain way being in the marijuana industry in the infancy stages like this is kind of in that in that in that more or less you're developing your own interesting story oh yeah um and you, you have a lot of things to there's a lot of things about this that are that that are not out there and society in general so it's like you have a lot of insider knowledge being just even a bud tender and like that's i would say very cool to be able to take that and develop it and more or less even be a part of it i think that's kind of cool one of the things i've just been thinking about anyways that's um, like 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 maybe like i, I don't want to say like in the, too far in the future but yeah well, i mean that's like i i couldn't tell you what the fuck alcapoco gold's supposed to taste like i right. can tell you if like the thing that was branded as alcapoco gold is a good weed or not but the fuck I know what the alcohol is. That was before I was like. even born. Whereas, like, <laughs> yeah. you actually might know. Yeah. I, so, I, I, so when like this old maybe. fart comes in, they're like, I'm looking for Thai stick. And I'm like, actually, I work with this lady, <laughs> Colleen, and we don't have Thai stick specifically, but I bet she can help you out because she knows what the dank sativas that are reminiscent on that old. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sure. Like, I Absolutely. think we need more of that. Right. Yeah. Which the you know, I have to well say. Uh, you know, Do being that. like in this age group is kind of a golden age group. Too, it is. Because you can get the older people that come in and want to talk to you oh, dude. because they think you know something and they don't want to talk to the younger people because they haven't been. I, I've right. been smoking this longer than you've even been alive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, Multi-generational. I mean, so, yeah. And then the young kids want to come talk to you because they're like, well, damn. They kind of know what they're talking about. Let's, yeah. Let's let's go talk to them. You know, yeah, I've so always absolutely. played that role that Cushman's I love of. it. I've been doing this since for a long time. Yeah. Like, the first weed I ever smoked with a name was Alaskan Thunderfuck and then Northern Lights. And Northern before Lights. that, it was just weed. You know what I mean? It was Canadian <laughs> bacon or some local shit grown by the bikers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we right. had. Exactly. And so, you know, it was exactly. like that. And then, oh, fuck, I forgot. What were you talking about just a fucking minute ago? I was talking. I don't even remember now. God damn it. Weed. Oh, you were talking about in the future. like. Oh, yeah. Like, like future thoughts. Your yeah, you're building like, your story. Like, like, it makes me think of like when you're a grandpa, you're going to be like, when I, oh, man, you're going to be like a grandpa with your grandkids driving past Cushman's and Linwood, and it's going to be whatever at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're going to be, and <laughs> you're going to be like, syringe. I helped start that. I used to be the manager there, and I helped, play, I helped that place become yep. what it is today. You see those all over the place now, don't you? You know, because oh, I yeah. can only envision Cushman's continue, continuing to grow. Gene is sure. an awesome owner, and I can only see him developing it into as big as it can get. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be times when we're old and we're driving by a Cushman's and wherever and be like, yep, I helped start that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that reminds me of, I have a homeboy 
And old and is subjective to the younger generations. Right. I think that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Not old old subjective to now, but old yes. subjective to the younger generations. Exactly. And my friend used to always back in the day be like, man, I can't wait to tell my grandpa and I tell my grandkids. Like when they asked me, what were you doing in the year 2000? In the year 2000, I was cooking crack in microwaves. <laughs> like you like couldn't wait to be old. Listening to like playing Dr. Dre as, as like oldies music and shit like that. He just always talk about doing that shit. He's like, I can't wait till I'm 80 and talk about crackheads and and. And Dr. Dre music and yeah. and running the streets like this. I can't wait till I'm able to do that when I'm like 80 yeah. years old. And that's, right. That reminds me of what you were talking about. I totally get that. All right. So we got one last question here. And that is, what advice do you have for, excuse me, females either in the industry or trying to get in the industry, you know, thick skin, keep your chin up, what is, you know... You know, a lot of it. Just do you. <laughs> All of those, but get educated and real educated about it. Not just the Googling online and taking it for face value. Um, you know, there's lots of different uh, programs out there at different colleges. There's an online one, Cultivate. Uh, you should check that out. It's with a K. Uh, there's, you know, some of the colleges give really good courses too. If you want to go that route and want more of a, that kind of a There's still medical Don't endorsement you? programs for, uh, like, okay, like so I'm medically endorsed like yeah. and anybody can take those classes. You yeah. don't have to be somebody working in the industry to take those. No, and there is not. some really good information on that, especially if you're just starting out, it gives you some, you know, basic guidelines to kind of go by. Where mm -hmm. do you go to get medically endorsed? Uh, I did mine through Seattle Central Community College. Oh, cool. Or I think it's called Seattle Central College now. Because I've been asked a lot of times, like, Man, how do you do that? It was actually, you know, I took it like an actual course. Um, I passed off my notes to a guy I know, and I take it like more of an outline. So, like, if I am to pass it along to somebody, they can essentially get what I got out of that course. That's awesome. Nice. So That's they do nice. a really good job nice. of explaining it if you want to take the time and spend the money on it on that. Nice. Yes. Um, that just made me think of another avenue is making sure you just continue to talk to people who've been in the industry for a long time also and really connections, trying to connections. absorb the information that, you know, like listening to them, Googling, when you Google something, read the first seven things like, that yeah, pop up right. plus the 10th and the 15th. Not just BuzzFeed. Well, yeah. Exactly. Like really try to go through Cross the different your sources. Shit, exactly. And and so that way when you're talking you can sound knowledgeable and not like you're just making the shit up as you go or you're just trying to be a cute face which or, right. how about I, just smoke unfortunately, the fucking weed man yeah. Yeah. like male and female just as but just two, do I go, the research I go into the you know I go what? into I'm the so spots glad you said that and smoke. I go into the spots and I'm like you know what's good and they're like well this is cool that's cool and I'm like it's just kind of like the buzz right it's it's the buzz I'm like oh is it is it really cool? It's like it's not they're not saying like I smoke it. 
it's they're just kind of like pointing you in the avenue of kind of the what's the hip hot shit right now. Right now. One yeah. person smoked mm-hmm. it and said it was good in the store. Right, yeah. or it's been Everybody's... selling well. It's like yeah. this yeah. is the one that's selling well. It's like, but motherfucker, right. what are you smoking? Like outside you of your fucking on? sample bag, that <laughs> right? Seventy five percent of that shit in your sample bag isn't shit. even in the store. <laughs> Not to mention, it's like one gram sitting by itself, getting lonely and dry and stale. Yep. <laughs> and then you think that's a fucking accurate description of some dope eighth on this cor- yeah, and then, and then I go in that and, way. you know if I fuck it up because I go in and start buying shit by the bulk because I'm like y'all are sleeping on this I'm gonna fucking do those eights <laughs> couple of those pretty soon they sold that all out because they're like oh this fucking guy he told me it was great this so is like, what Monty's buying so yeah, this is right. what we're gonna be selling this is what we're bullshit right. like, I know just, just smoke some fucking weed like that's, that's what why we tips, need the twist and talk stickers that's, that's what I'm saying that's what the tips are about though yeah, you well, I mean, like at the end of the day, like, the the the, not, the knowledge I'm, is truth. It's not bad, but it's like yeah, I don't know. Like for me, when I got the, the bitterness the about night, about being sold out is true is also true too. Though, it was like I bought the weed, you you know, as a bud tender, you get a discount and you get tips, and like that's that's something to tell the people out there too. Is if you want your fucking the people you are asking advice from, what the hell is good? Put some fucking money in it so they can find out. Exactly, so they can buy that's it. a true. Can buy it. Yeah, because otherwise, true. like that shit doesn't pay dick all. Not only right. that, but also, like, I mean, this is all potentially out there for any uh, retailers or anybody that's out there trying to like also distribute their weed. Um, give your employees a good discount so they can afford your product too. Agreed. Like yeah. I, I would say, like, like I think that mandatory minimum of like. Forty percent. We'll say mandatory minimum in that in that legal sense. Exactly. Yeah, it should be at least forty percent. Just so, yeah, you can try the product. Get yeah. A good. You know. Yeah. Like with 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 there being with there being so much so much of a markup in this industry specific for retail, forty percent is I think absolutely fair. A lot of places mark this shit up four times. Four and times. That, three times. Four times. Two times. You don't see tax, a two times markup no, for like tax. anything here. Because the tax. The tax three is so four. high, but it's about three to four times markup. Yeah. From what the actual company that made the product to begin with gets. So, you know, it's, yeah. And it, and it depends. Some places are getting you on know, that tourist tax. Yeah. You know, really fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Anyways. A fun episode. Thank you, Colleen, for being here. That Absolutely. Was dope. Yeah. yeah. It was Great like thank times. you so much for coming and you spending your time with us. So what you smoking on? Monty? I just got a fat bag of weed. Oh uh, damn. Oh, so we'll see what he's smoking on right here. It's in the house. Yep. Uh I don't know if you guys have seen this fucking cosmic kush. This cosmic kush is fire, is bro. Dude, yeah, this co- yeah, it's good. It's fucking amazing. Like we can twist one up and off off the air. Let's it, do it. I, if you do that, dude, I'll like flashlight I, on that. Not like to if mention you want to, I'll reciprocate it. Like wedding cake, this, wedding your cake. Packaging. Oh, is that is airtight. Right it gets me. It's just really cool. It looks like some space age shit. Like it's fucking gnarly. I love constellations packaging. aesthetic. I yeah. love I like the, what they had. To, they have the magnetic like the magnifying bottom. I say magnetic magnetic bottom almost. <laughs> Constellations. Cosmic Kush. Yeah, and I walked by the Constellation yeah, booth at uh, Hempfest, and I like kind of like leaned in. I was with my grandma. I was like, "Your Cosmic Kush is fucking fire!" And they all lit up. They're like, "Oh, thanks!" Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's so genuine because it is. That is yeah, dude. That's fucking some, weed. All right. Such good um, weed, dude. I bought two eighths of the Tina. What's funny oh, about bro. this Tina is it smells like hay on the surface, but then when you bust it down, it's like it's like that secret Kush that's been yep. hidden away for a while. I got some of that. <laughs> Yeah, it's super good. Um, I got some more Star Killer. I picked pick that out for your that. bag. Yeah. And then uh, word on the street is this fucking thirteen percent 
wedding cake. You is got hot, it. Hot fire. You got it. I got it. Oh, bro, it's fucking good. I'll smell it right now for for the for the people. Do it on air, cause it, I like. Okay, my 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 steak is it's as good as tw- as ten thirty one from two thousand eighteen really? or better. It's the best wedding cake all year for sure. Oh man, and it's, it's crazy. We know the dates like that. So here's it's, here's I, the thing that's funny about percentages is that I it, like you just never know. Right. Yeah. They. That's what I was telling I don't you guys. Even look at those. They, they probably sent it with a really low percentage, for only the like the best people. The real deals. Yeah. Like if you're mm-hmm. gonna choose it with a shit percentage, then you know you just you love know, it. You just yeah. got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've been telling people. Like, but you guys have past... heard my speculation over uh, the the oh. lifted wedding cake and yeah, where it's loud. Yeah, dude. And Not it only mad. gets louder. Like the more you break it up, and the more you fucking like taste it. Is that all you got there, Monty? An eighth. No, no. Is that all <laughs> oh, um, I, I got the Chemolition, man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That before I got to get some of that. I... It's good. This this ba- this one is better than the other one. It was just one nug in the whole thing. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, and then some Rude Boy, the old standby. Oh, yeah. There you go. Man, yeah. I was smoking that. I smoked a blunt of that in Chicago in the snow. What do you think of... You know how, like, the cold air outside oh, makes shit do. just taste so good? It's so yeah. good. Oh, fuck. Oh. It was snowing, freezing I cold out. I love that strain. And oh man, Rude boy. it's mm-hmm. like probably my favorite strain. Too. Yeah, it's so good. To no, it's okay. Love Please do. You strain. could you could go into a twenty minute tangent about Rude Boy, and I'd just look glazed over and be like, keep <laughs> it yes. rolling, keep it going. <laughs> All right, Colleen. So, uh, what are you smoking on for the last week or on a regular basis? Well, regular basis is usually I like like the Jack Herrera Golden Ticket. Like I like those sixty forties. To be quite honest. Gotcha. Um, you know, they, they do it for me, but I've really been enjoying a, it's a blueberry cheesecake and I forget who it's by, but it's really, really, really good, but really actually kind of stony after about 40 minutes. You're kind of like, Oh, yeah. stuck here for a sec. Uh, <laughs> and you said you've been taking more dabs than smoking yeah, flour Yeah, today lately. was big, 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 big dab day and I didn't have any flour to smoke until I got here. Nice. So that was the purple, purple, <laughs> purple punch by dab lab. And that I forget what the other one is. It's a Dorado one. Oh yeah. I don't remember. A terp slurpy or whatever. Yeah. Terp slushy, whatever they're calling them. Yep, yep. All right, Cam. Um, I've been doing on. Okay, so flower wise, I picked up the uh, Sunset Sherbert and uh, mint chocolate chip from Cloud Nine and Doghouse. Um, I also picked up the Ewok from Fire Bros. Um, it's been a long time since I've smoked the Ewok from fire bro so it's not at anywhere close to the flavor nor density of nug structure or anything kind of like that that i'm used to whenever i smoked this before when i was back in medical days it's like mac in it's fucking density really yeah it's like yeah, crumbly I it it's like fucking gnarly like it, it, it smells the same well so like i've only like i guess back in medical medical days i only got to smoke it in like maybe two or three batches um before we got to merging everything like that and then fire bros kind of just yeah, like you know fell off hard Big old bro, Franken nug. Yeah, dude, it's like <laughs> gnarly nug. Like I like breaking it apart. I'm like ripping, ripping, like like whole nug structures apart as opposed to like actually tearing them off, like the whole stem. <laughs> <laughs> good, though, like I'm not mad at the smell. I would no. smoke it. No, it, it 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 reminds me so. Oh. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of Cosmic Kush uh, in flavor profile. Um, oh man, I get super orange notes out of Ewok. Really? Well, because this one doesn't have like I don't get orange specifically out of the flavor when I smoke it. Maybe when I like, I don't know, like maybe I, I, I haven't smoked this in such a long time, so I'm kind of getting a new uh, beginning on it anyways. Gotcha. The wedding cake from Lifted. Yeah. The fucking 930 batch. Oh, my God. I've I, like I will be honest, like I picked out like 
between all my quarters. So um, I I would say that out of all the quarters, I picked up probably just what I would have, what I would presume to be some of the more mature things, uh, mature like nugs inside there. But I pulled out so far, like I don't know, like 12, 13, 15 seeds. Nice. <laughs> out of this quarter like it's not like really a, an enjoyable amount but it's one of those things it's also an enjoyable amount if you're going for something kind of like that they're all really <laughs> mature striped brown fucking dark seeds nice. like and i'm not really i'm not really mad about it but it's one of those ones that i'm actually being more careful and trying to bust down my weed a little bit more just to make sure i'm not smoking any of them um because i'm so afraid the, of the flavor that's going to ensue um i'm also doing the uh delato from uh yep uh, it's the Amber Brick brand, but they all but they just outsource all their all their product, and they basically uh, I don't know it's it's this is this specific smoke is phenomenal. Like if you guys want to do one of these off air, I highly recommend it. Got you. All right, so I've still just been smoking on the bag that you guys got me at Cushman's for my going nice. away party. So that's the Rude Boy and the Tina and the headband from Doghouse and the oh, yep. the Star oh, Killer and Hitter. you know just nothing it's but fire. Been I got him some score too, the mint chocolate hits. chip and what did I what, what um, other thing did I get you? Oh. I do got a shout out Laganja Fairy. I just loaded up. I rolled the joint this morning of some Milf Good that stuff. was from March of 2018. Still fully sealed jar that the minute I cracked that bitch open, it was just nothing but lemons. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Like it was, it was so Sorry, good. Milfus train wreck and white so widow. So good. And um, then Dabs, the one I really, I've been doing the Skunk GMO, uh, Dabstrack, Sour Tangy, whatever the hell it is. Um, but the one I really need to shout out is the Fire Bros something wedding cake. Butterscotch wedding cake. Fire oh, they're fucking diamonds. Butterscotch wedding cake. Terp rocks. Okay. Get that shit. I think I saw it. Get it. Do it. It's strong as it's like you need to smoke just one tiny little friggin' pebble, and it is potent as fuck and tastes delicious. All right. It's really, really good. So that's my number it. one shout out: is get that butterscotch wedding cake. Terp rocks from Fire Bros. And uh, you know that's what I'm smoking on. Nice. Nice. All right. So everybody feels great off of this. I know it. The yeah, skunk skunk GMO. Yeah, dude, I'm, happy. I'm, I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. Feeling very cam doggy with some extra. I would say it's like some kind of, some, yeah, like also kind of yeah. like some more, a little more, a little more, uh, I don't know, kind of like sustainable, more or less hybrid like high than kim dog just kind of offers you know like i think the cookies kind of balances out that kim yeah. dog because kim dog for me specifically kind of pushes me up then drops me down yeah um it's and durbin she likes in there yeah mm-hmm. kicking it kicking it back into gear <laughs> yeah yep yep so well all right so what do you guys think oh let's call it let's all do right. it keep, keep it, it twisted, twisted y'all, y'all.